Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. I beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I screwed it up. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm Art. I'm Lane. And I'm Ali. We're joined by Racing Ali uh, live from the Magnaflow stage at SEMA 2017. Hello, hello. How is everyone doing? Doing. Feet hurt. Yeah, you got bloody, bloody soles at this point? Yeah. I know. That's a little extreme. Uh, I know. It is extreme. <laughs> um, where do we begin? I'm not really sure I what think to, we have to say. I mean, I, I kind of feel like there's, a, there's something that needs to be talked about. Just go right into it? Just I, jump right in. Okay, so Brian... I'm, I'm feeling all amped up. So yeah. yeah, I think you need I to get it out. I know, Brian probably. Brian came up, to, we were about to record, and he came up to us, and I, he had that look like he got away with something. He's all... <laughs> but then he, later he said, no, no, that's the wrong uh, vibe. <laughs> you're reading, you're <laughs> reading me all wrong. I'm putting out. All right, so let's, let's hear it, Brian. All what right, the hell's D- going on? DWA Project Car Update. Uh, we got a new one. C4 Corvette. <laughs> C4 Corvette. <laughs> $1,900. Okay. Wait, you, can, we, can we start at the beginning? Yeah, yes. we can start wherever you guys want. So last thing we talked, and you said, I'm going to Pahrump. I'm trying to call this guy. <laughs> I called him at 7 a.m., and I think he hung up on me. Yeah. Because it was too early maybe to call him. That's right. And then we get a text message with a picture of you driving a C4 Corvette, and it basically says that... This is the stupidest decision you've ever made. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, like something really, yeah. really bad move. Along those lines, like yeah. yeah. And it's uh, lessons learned late in adult life. <laughs> this is day of, by the way. <laughs> this is <laughs> hours ago. Hours. Okay, so I you're, was I was just just an hour ago. I was stressing sitting in Las Vegas traffic at a light, watching the, the temperature creep up into oh, boy. uncomfortable levels. <laughs> oh boy. I, I, so, I don't know where to where to begin. Either, I think we should yeah. begin at. You're looking for a car for Radwood. Radwood and Coastal Range Rally would be okay. nice. And right. you've been searching all over the world, hours and years and years for the perfect C4. No. Okay. No, not at all. But I have been searching here and there for cars. A Radwood car would be nice. Ideally, what you're looking for is something super clean. Yes. It almost doesn't even matter what model it is. No, as long as it's pretty. If it's in that range correct, of like 1980, maybe even jump up to like 1982 to 1994-ish. In that range, clean, good paint, nice interior. Yes. That, that's what I'm looking for. Yes. Right. Which is not what Sub you Sub $4,000. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not what I ended up with. So how did they force you to buy it? Let me just tell you this, this scenario. So I uh, had it in my mind. It looked pretty good. I called him. Uh, you know, he's there. It's an older gentleman. He was talking like he would work on it, you know, and fi- he fixed some items here and there. Uh, the big the big thing that I should have been worried about is uh, uh, it is not original color paint. So it was repainted, but it was ch- a change in color, which is terrible. Okay. Right. You don't want to start there. Right. Anyways, I'm feeling like this Radwood thing is like just, it's doing weird <laughs> things to me inside. And I just, it, it, it puts me in a bad spot where now all of a sudden I just want to get something, you know. Pahrump is a long way away. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's only a $60 Uber. Uh-huh. But it is an hour drive. Um, I called up uh, our buddy Danny George, and I was like, dude, I'm, I think I'm about to do something bad. And we were chatting about it a little bit. He's like, yeah, Perm's far. He's like, 
you know, maybe it's a deal because people don't want to drive out there. Right. Whatever. So anyways, the plan is Uber down there, check it out, and drive it back, basically. Yep. And, and uh, on, on the, so it was advertised for 2800 On the phone, uh, I basically talk them down to uh, 2100 uh-huh. because it's got a headlight that's not working right. The, the head, it's okay. pop-up, pop-up headlight. Yeah, pop-up only one working. pop-up goes up. Yeah, and, and at that point, I'm like, dude, 2100 bucks. It runs If it runs fine and everything, then, I mean, how, you know, it's Can't tough lose, to lose. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Can't lose, right? Can't lose. So. Did you tell the Uber driver to stick around for a little bit? This is, uh, well, you're pointing out, Warren, <laughs> this is the critical flaw. What I should have done <laughs> is I should have said, hey, 20 bucks if you could just hang out for like 20 minutes or something yeah 40 bucks even yeah give me an out instead i i jumped out i gave it a quick once over and then i let him go i let my uber driver go (laughs) and he's heading straight back to vegas straight back to vegas yeah oh it's funny actually with the uber drivers like they don't even know where they're going really until they get the thing and so he's i surprise him with a 60 minute drive you know or two hour drive basically right so he didn't even know what he was in for um but I let him go. I, the deeper I look into the car, every single panel, every single interior panel is fucked up. Like he was doing okay. these weird things, you know, like trying to fix it with some glue. And oh pieces. yeah. God. Every, like he's even using like screws to screw stuff in. Every panel's messed up. He said the radio wasn't working. I don't really care about that. He put a plate over it and he just screwed in stuff into the to dash. cover the radio. Cover. That's pretty legit. <laughs> Block off plate. Yeah. So that's in. You know, in line with C- we're at SEMA. So Modifications. Yeah, right. right. Was it a carbon panel at least? Or? It's not. Okay. Uh, so I let the Uber driver go. Five minutes later, I'm, like, starting to sweat. Like, okay, well, shit. So I, I look it up Uber. Can I get back? Yeah. And it says, unfortunately, Uber is not available in this area. And so then I'm like, okay. Taxi. I'm kind of stuck. <laughs> like, I kind of have to buy this thing just to get home. So it's a $2,000 taxi ride. Yeah. That's basically uh, essentially. I called a taxi. They were like 200 bucks. Oh, Jeez. the story Jeez. goes kind of deep, but it's a really a terrible car. <laughs> um, it, it, the engine runs okay, but I feel like it needs everything. It was actually it was squeaking. Uh, the sque- power steering pump was sque- squealing, but I checked and it was just low on fluid. We topped it off and it stopped squealing. Uh-huh. Wait, we topped it up? He pulled some power. Oh, steering he was there. Gotcha. Out of the, yeah. What's the original color? Red. And it's now dark gray. Yeah, metallic gray. like a flat. Oh, okay. Gray. Huh. It's got 99,700 and something miles. Is that a digital? And the odometer's working. No, it's oh, okay. analog. And so on the trip, so here I am at, at this moment. I have to drive it home tonight. It's this this pile. Without headlights. <laughs> I don't even know what to the say The headlights right now. do work. I know. Of everybody, I thought that you'd be the most disappointed. I just, I just don't know what to say. <laughs> no, I don't know either. I'm so confused. I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused too. <laughs> it was like almost someone who said, "You have to buy a car today," and you're Dude. like, "Shit, well, get me to every, everything was fine until yeah. I let the Uber driver go." Yeah, he's yeah. basically and then all stuck sudden, in the middle like, of nowhere. Yeah, and and, and so I, I didn't. I Could didn't you call, call Danny a, George? I didn't call a cab at the time. No, I could have, but it's a big. Dude, ass. it's a two-hour. Actually, I would have missed the podcast. I couldn't do that. Mm. Because I would have missed the they podcast. I would have had to wait for him to come and then come back. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I bought the car. I was driving away. And the buyer's remorse just sunk in. And it was feeling really bad. So I turned around. I went back. I was like, dude, you got to oh, give me my wow. money back. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and they were like, hell no. This 70-year-old 
man was yelling at me, like calling me a liar and all this stuff. No way, you went that His, deep? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I went that deep. It was gonna be a $250 cab ride back. And I was like, okay, well that's actually worth it to get way out of cheaper, this thing. Way cheaper. Yeah, overall. Oh wow. Uh, so then, you know, that doesn't work. I choose not to get in a fight with his whole family out in the in the parking lot. Um, things are pretty drastic. That's oh, hot out. I'm kind <laughs> oh, of sweating. How long did this whole thing take? Uh, I went down there. Um, I think I I left at around 9:30, so I got down there at around 10:30, and then I got back at one. So not 20. too long. Not too long. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. How do you feel about this, Ali? I, I would have. I mean, there's a million things that I would have. I would have pushed to do, but if you're out of an Uber, <laughs> Brad ride, looks like he has something to say over there. <laughs> Here's a mic, Brad. Bradley Brownell. Well, I mean, hey, Brad. Yeah, come, jump come on up, Brad. Just called, come on up. Called on up. one of these guys or one of us. You don't understand, Ali. Hold on. We would have Uber from here. Go to Pahrump. But what you, you don't were. understand is we wouldn't be podcasting right now. Okay. He would have missed the podcast. I would have missed the podcast. By waiting yeah, for you to okay, come to Pahrump right. yeah. to pick him up. All right. And I would have had to wait an hour in Pahrump with these guys. So basically. let me let me also say that when this story. I'm just was, a regular taxi. Yeah, so 250 bucks. Yeah, he tried, to, he tried to return the car, but he couldn't. He was going to get fought by a 70-year-old <laughs> in the desert. Um, in the desert. So Brad, when he heard this story, the story, thought desert. to himself, uh, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Oh, yeah. There's no such thing as a bad $2,000 car, and this is the best $2,000 no, car. No, there is such a bad thing as a too bad $2,000 car. But it's a, it's a, you just drove it an hour to get here. It's yeah, fine. Dude. And I will say, when it's I fine. got it on, the, so I think the shocks are bad. There were some uh, bumpy sections before I hit the highway. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But I, I will say, I jumped on the highway, and it did ride surprisingly okay. Okay. I was completely grossed out by the interior and like all the surfaces. Like I feel like I need to take a freaking uh, pressure washer and spray it all. But Kevin, Auto Works detailing. Yeah. Oh gotcha. right, Poor right. Kevin. That's a question that runs through my mind. Like, Absolutely. Do I pay three hundred dollars or whatever and have this yeah. thing detailed? You want to, You're gonna uh, drive just, it. You want to be in it. You want to be comfortable just, in it. You're like committed. You said, dude. There's you need a lot to go of all in. There's a lot of open questions. You need but, to just do it. Just go all in and. and yeah. Fix, yeah. Fix what you started. Yeah. And so yeah, he said it had new tires when I got down there. They had some tread on them, but they're 10-year-old tires <laughs> with fucking cracks on the side of course. the rears. Yeah. The fronts, he's like, oh, well, the fronts are good, and those are six years old. <laughs> they uh, are better. That's bad, I that will is, admit. That is kind of bad. Yeah. Bad tires it's is fine something. fine to drive back to Santa Cruz from <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> so this, this, is where right have, now. this is what I have to do, yeah. And if anybody has details about Vegas traffic on the way out at 5.30 p.m., 6. Uh, it, it should be, you should be fine. I don't yes. know where we are. Probably like a holiday weekend. Like yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, so Project Car Update. That's pretty exciting, Brian. I New suppose. Project Car. I'm really excited. I am too. I can't wait to see it. We None of us have seen it, too. Yeah. That's the other thing that should be noted, is that we're going in this blind. Yeah. What year is it again? 1985. 85. Classic right. Corvette, right. you know? Yeah. Tune port. That's the one everyone's looking for. Tune port yes. fuel injection? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to try to make the drive in one shot, or are you going to stop somewhere? I'm going to stop. Okay. I think I'm... The current plan is make sure you stop somewhere that has an auto parts store. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like a garage. That's the good news, right? That all the parts are readily available for that yeah, car. Exactly. Probably. AutoZone. Yeah. Walmart will I have mean, your shocks. Walmart, exactly. Yeah. So if I can if I can crank the headlights up so that the sagging one is up all the way, yep. that'll be put me in a good spot. And you know, I'm a little worried about having no license plate 
uh, it's just going to make me a prime target for getting pulled over. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you're in Nevada right now. Well, but I won't be for long. Yeah, just go up 395 and head across on on 80. Go over the mountains in that thing, baby. I'll just <laughs> shut the lights off and go full stealth mode. There yeah, you go. Yeah, go yeah. into the desolate. Yeah, desolate. Uh, yeah. Desolate? Desolate? What's that Desert? word? <laughs> I've never heard that word before. Those tires. So one thing is uh, it's a prime Blaine Fab car. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. that's he in knows, his wheelhouse. He knows these a lot. Okay. I'm sure so he can't wait to see it. <laughs> he's going to be so disappointed in me. But I, I, I can roll up there and be like, please help me, Alan. Yeah, like, right. Do you have any take parts? The, take a look at this and see if we can put anything together cheap. Ah. So, I mean, so one thing is, this is the worst way to do cars, is you buy the cheapest car ever and then put money into it until you get to a baseline. But 1900 in right now, you know, if I get up to three grand in or something, like what can I do for a couple thousand? Or, yeah. you know, one or it one might or turn into your favorite car ever. I mean, the good thing is, aside from the trim, the, the car is actually pretty damn solid. Those those cars are, like, they don't yeah. often have many problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, uh, it's so it's got this weird transmission. Yeah, Four-speed with three overdrives. Yep. That actually works really well. Yeah. yeah it it's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's... So what is it? Is a four so speed? it's 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 a four-speed manual, yeah. and then there's a little rocker switch that you can turn it into overdrive, which will work in second, third, and fourth gear. Oh. So if you're on the highway, you just press that rocker switch, and it all of a sudden drops the revs, and you get much much better miles per gallon. Huh. Um, and then if you stomp on it, it'll take it out of that. But uh, it all engages okay. Like, uh huh. So yeah, my cousin had that same car, drove it for seven or eight years, and we beat on it, autocrossed it, and everything, and it was pretty damn. Rough. Yeah, well, that's good. That's yeah. good. And so, I mean, you know, a lot of the suspension stuff, it's some wear items. Like, I don't know how much a new set of Bilstein's cost, but that and uh, it's a Chevy. Dude, just like put like bucks. Monroe's on it right? or something like that. Yeah, maybe I should just go as just, cheap as it gets. Just yeah. start there. We got a Chevy boy watching us right there. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> good to see you. So, um, Brian, uh, yeah. I just have to say before I go, uh, this is the best I've ever felt about anything you've ever bought. Whoa! <laughs> that, warm, is, that warms my heart, bro. I, it should. Yeah. It should. This is the coolest thing you've ever bought, and I want to see it at Radwood. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, it's cool. good. Cool. What color? Uh, do you mean the base color or the top color? <laughs> oh, it's, it's two-tone? In some spots. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> it's like a flat gray. Okay. It's like uh, meth. It's meth head Corvette gray. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Because like, top come off all day. It does. And oh, so like there, were two, there were two. Yeah. I mean, that's the huge draw to one of these Corvettes. But uh, huge, huge draw. Too <laughs> huge. I mean, this is a Radwood thing. Having a T-top yeah. or a removable yeah. top car. Like yeah. That, yeah. That's oh, what, I agree. It, it narrows down the focus if you're looking for that stuff. But two options. There was like the regular one that's uh, blacked out, and then there was a see-through one, and mine's a see-through one. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, stock a, wheels. Stock yeah, wheels. Stock wheels. Wheels are nice. And they're in decent shape. Yeah, yeah. Stock wheels are nice. Yeah, so I the, like those. So I mean, it, I don't Stagger. know. Overall, it doesn't. Say, I mean, this is how rose I, color. I, rose I can't color. wait for. I feel like you could go to a junkyard and get all that interior stuff for and walk out with a ninety-dollar bill. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. So, so you're saying trim pieces. Uh, the right? paint is probably yeah, yeah, the worst yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, mechanically, it seems okay. I mean, it cruises. Besides on the, the like suspension bushings and all this stuff. Well, how high did the temp creep up? So, uh, to, it was basically it was running nicely between like uh, mid one eighties and uh, like two oh five, which is good, right? That's perfect. Yeah. That's uh -huh. ideal. Yeah. yeah. Only right at the very end, when I was searching for parking around here and sitting in traffic, was it creeping up to like 224, 225? That's pretty hot. That's it's 
I think normal range is supposed to be 180 to 220 or 190 yeah. to yeah. 220. Yeah. American V8s just run hot. And yeah. and it like, did it did. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look at the fan setup, but it, it did uh, creep back down after okay. it was up at like. So the 20, fans are kicking on. Yeah, but it was like it wasn't a clear cut. Like here's the fan turned on and it dropped down. It's like it dropped down and then it went back up again. Mm -hmm. But I. I, I Popped on the heater full blast and that dropped it down to like 219. So yeah. a good coolant flush in the thermostat. Thermostat. Yeah. So check the belts. He just did the water pump. Oh, cool. When Trinsu. he changed yeah. the tires. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is there a bleeder valve on that thing? Maybe good there's a little air in the no, system. It was, was it burped right or something? Yeah. And yeah. you could also I mean, throw I, some water wetter in it. Dude, it's super hot out there. Like, I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's normal operating sure, temperature. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. that, and then the blown shocks, and who knows what other bushings need to go. New tires. I think you could, I mean, you could put it together for, for three-ish, I mean, and actually be oh, like, no. far I mean, like, I mean, but tires are expensive on those cars. Yeah. You got really wide rear tires, right? Um, so I'm already thinking. But the, what are they, 15s, 16s? 16s. But yeah. you yeah. can yeah. ask for like a more common chassis to like right. refresh, like yeah. every part is available at literally every auto parts store. Yeah, the main thing is for me is that, yeah, the pain thing sucks, because when I you know, go to resell like it, what, what that's going to be the, the that's gonna be a detractor for well, sure. Well, he's already got a buyer. I'm sitting at the other end oh, of the table. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Warren but brought, but Warren at two, though, point. you said, right? At two grand. No, well, I mean, I said it's negotiable. If he does more stuff to it and it makes it better, then, you know. Warren brought up right. a good point. Uh, uh, well, I have to smog it right away, basically. Uh, and I don't know he's if he has cats on it or what. Oh, okay. You also have to do a break in light. Or, or what? Uh, like a light inspection? Because oh, it's out of state. I, that should be fine. Yeah. yeah. Except oh, for your headlights. No jerky bags for taillights? Uh, I'll have to get you guys to confirm because it was the dude who was selling it to me that said they were fine. But um, <laughs> This guy sounds like a real gem. I, I wish I could have taken a picture. I can't believe that you tried to return the car. That just <laughs> that blows my mind. Amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. That is literally amazing. Like you I, went to Walmart. And I was like, no, I, wasn't I don't a, want this. I wasn't in a good place. Like this was a, this is a period <laughs> yeah. of a half hour where I was in a real bad place. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, and man. I mean, I, they were not having it, and I felt like they were completely unreasonable. But they were definitely calling me like, oh, "Where are you from? Like, what? Are you Cali people? Like, yeah. you just come out here? <laughs> oh, yeah." They said that? Like, this is straight from a movie scene. Like, I don't even <laughs> want to repeat the entire scenario because it's just, like, a little too intense to relive. Because oh. nobody's long. ever heard of anybody trying to return a car. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, know. So I don't want to be that guy either. Yeah. Um, that, the Corvette cart did cross my mind. There's always that. There's, like, the minimum level. So I, strip I it down, know. put a cage on I wonder what the cheapest... I mean, so I bought it for 1900 It feels like an $800 car that I overpaid for. Bye hi. But I don't know what the I don't know what the <laughs> minimum price is for a drive a running driving uh, manual transmission Corvette. 5 500 bucks. $5,000. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, you saw a lot of good uh, stuff. So you for think four, I got right? a really good deal. I think you got an excellent deal. Yeah. I think you're you're probably fine. Yeah, it's yeah. that's I've never and seen under two K. Any car anticipating I, the resale process. Any car that runs and drives impossible. for over an hour for <laughs> under two grand is like good that, money. That's true. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And it's a sports I think you're going to be happy with a weird, removable yeah. roof. In three yeah. months from now, you're going to be like, this is actually yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, you're going to love it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I can see that. I mean. Right now, I can, especially like from being in totally like in an isolated place, 
and as you said, you know, you let your only kind of lifeline go, and you're just like, shit, now I'm like strong-armed into this situation, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think yeah. I, I think it's not the end of the world, especially like I have never seen anything advertised for under 3Gs for, you know, $1,900 Corvette. Yeah. Whatever. It's just the paint thing is probably the I only know, thing. I know. It is a bummer. It's outside of that, like the shit that you you do the maintenance work, you do all that, drive it to Radwood, enjoy it, and then that's when you go to resell it. is pretty badass. You have to have that though. conversation. It, it, yeah. In general. It's yeah. it's a pretty cool dash. It's Oh, the seats are okay, actually. Rick, we were talking yeah. about the seats, what kind of condition they'd be in. The, the, they're basically there. There's no rips. Uh, for some reason, part of it's on the passenger seat. It's spray painted black. <laughs> Oh my God. What color are the seats? I set, I basically, uh, they're red. So the interior is red? It's a mix of red and black. Yeah, it's too stink. <laughs> wait, like, with not. From the factory. Oh, from the factory, okay. With um, some black spray paint. But you do, wait <laughs> yes, a minute, you yes. do have digital tack yes. and, and speedometer. Dude, actually, the dash is amazing. So it's got all the, uh, the details and it's got little switches that you flip yep. for, like, do you want. Um, uh, the the oil temperature or oil pressure, and you flip the switch to see it changes them, and then uh, and that was know, still it's, functional. It's got the actual temperature, like I'm I'm quoting you guys, like actual uh, water temperatures, which you rarely get. You know, right, usually yeah. it's a gauge, but I can actually stare at the real temperature. Nice. Um, and there's a few. There's like three different switch toggles where you can choose between what you want to see. It's basically all LED and kind of like pseudo digital, yeah. except for the odometers. Uh, yes. Like, yeah. Little tiny thing. So that's another thing too. Is ninety nine thousand miles is pretty low for an eighty five. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. that's definitely true. No, that's so good. that could mean that I'm right up at that level where I'm going to start uh, replacing everything in that yeah. motor. I don't know. You could just start sanding, dude, until you get down to the red everywhere. Just be really careful. Yeah, and then buff yeah. it. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, unless uh, it was like totally shot in pink under there, and that's why they sprayed that's it. True. I wonder why they did spray it. Yeah. Yeah. So well, anyways, I don't want to take right. up the whole time. Well, there you go, man. Uh, yeah. DWA project car update. And uh. I mean, it's yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited about it. It's only it's only uh, more material to talk about. That's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, that. you can go full blown 1985 mods on that car and not feel regretful at all. I wonder what yeah. that Greenwood like. or something like yeah, that. Have you yeah. heard that? Have you seen that Greenwood? They did yeah. like period body kits and like the spoilers and shit like that. Yeah. 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 Well, dude, to be honest, it sounds better than I expected. I think that. That's kind of how I felt when I was looking for it. <laughs> I love this guy, dude. <laughs> I think once you guys Warren. see it, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's Sounds that's like a real gem to me. Well, yeah. there you go. Uh, Art, what do you got? What do I got? DWA Project Car Updates? No, that's not. Are we doing Project Are we done? Are we done? We're we'll, we'll, get, we'll come back around. We're at SEMA. I mean, yeah. we're in front of the MagnaFlow. We're actually at the MagnaFlow dude, stage. Warren's never been to SEMA before. I haven't. Yeah, oh, does. you haven't? Yeah, he came I've with us before. Been with you. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't even understand. <laughs> good times. <laughs> very good. But, uh, very, but yeah, no, thank you, MagnaFlow, for hooking us up with a spot and killing lunch. That's yeah, very cool. We were um, sitting across yeah. from Vaughn getting Junior signing autographs and... Uh, the show is just so crazy. If you've never been, I heard overheard someone say yesterday, largest convention in Vegas. Mm. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's like 200,000 people or something. But this said. might have overtaken it even. I, I, just, I mean, it has all those extra booths out there and stuff. 70,000 people a day last year. 
and it's much bigger this year. It feels yeah. huge. Yeah, it's, you, it's hard to walk. It's daunting it when is, you yeah. look. You look across here and you're like, I need to get to the bathroom there. Exactly. And, and you, you're just like, how you're doing am that I kind of do weaseling this? through people and there's yeah. traffic and you have to like uh, hire crowds. a Sherpa and they like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, well, that'd be used nice. to be line of sight, like you could look down the yeah. aisles, but now it's so packed. Dude, it, yeah. Just getting here. Yeah. In the middle of the day, it was so crowded. I and outside too. Yeah. Yeah. Just everywhere. It's crazy. So let's let's talk about some of the highlights or just low lights or anything that comes to mind. I mean. Ali, since you're a guest here, why don't you start us off? Um, I'm surprised this many years after the, the kind of whole bro dozer great. Uh, yeah, I'm race, with you. I'm surprised how many of those trucks are out here. I'm saying that's official car of SEMA this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. That's it's definitely bro-dozer. the official like car of SEMA. I think um, it's picked back up. It has like yeah, a resurgence. Right? Maybe because fuel prices have stayed low enough. And it's changed a little with the low profile off road tires. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the the M1 Pro car that I saw this morning. Oh, I haven't was, seen that yet. It was yeah. pretty cool. It's in like a weird, obscure. But that's BMW. not really SEMA, right? I mean, that's just a. No, it's disc- in SEMA. It's no, like, no, I know, but uh, like trend-wise, it's just they brought a really yeah, they cool just car. It. Yeah, I think um, there aren't as many Porsches as I I thought there would be. Yeah. Like 911s. I thought there was just like all over the place. Maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah, less. The, I think the bodies have gotten narrower a little yeah. bit. Less b- wide body stuff. There's yeah. some wide body. I don't know. Know. There's I a, saw lot, a of lot of Liberty Walk stuff and uh, yeah, bolt on body stuff. I, I don't know. I haven't seen as much, especially like as, as you know, the last few years. But There's a lot, but definitely not as much as the last couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the Toyota. So we went over to Toyota, which is, I mean, it's a, it's a snooze fest for a lot the most of Camry. part. Camry's but modded. And stuff. Outside, they have all the every generation of uh, Toyota Camry, and that was. Uh, relevant to our interests with Radwood. Yes. Yeah. So that was really cool to see the first three gens, essentially. Yeah, what, 150 Radwood miles on one of them? the fourth gen fits in, but no. it totally doesn't. Um, yeah, the one had like 400 miles on it, the gen two. So you said it's the amazing. first gen was from Stranger Things. Was it he, looks like it's the one Someone from wrote Stranger that. Yeah. yeah. So it's the on the show. current season of Stranger Things. Yeah, and someone wrote that. I think it might be that car. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So yesterday I got dropped off by Uber on like the fucking furthest part of the show which was all tires wheels and trucks and i was i was basically like <laughs> lost for hours your just, favorite thing it was so crazy i mean we were literally walking for hours and hours and it was just that just tires know? wheels and trucks yeah you guys are just walking in circles because you can't see above the truck you can't. So it's like and then you also think like you think like oh around the next corner there'll be yeah. something <laughs> and you're like ah, and I'm they bored. all look very similar so it's like you can't there's no reference point like, totally you be working walking in circles and yeah, not yeah. Knowing. exactly and then so, finally we made it into like the main hall and all this stuff and um, it should be said too we're looking across the way here is a radial powered what is that? Like a 40 Ford or? Yeah, I don't even know. Um, really truck close. with a radial uh, airplane, airplane engine, engine in it. Um, just kind of, you get numb to some of this stuff, but it's still super impressive. Yeah. Um, so could wh- this be in a worse location with the Borla video playing <laughs> over and over? No, man, it sounds like we're on a racetrack. I know. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? So I, I saw this, I meant to bring the, the brochure over for Brian. Um, they uh, made a four-door Barracuda, which, you know, the, the just think of a Hemi-Cuda, what that yeah, looks like. Yeah. They only made them with, in two-door form, right, a coupe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a convertible. There's a company over there that made, uh, or a convertible, that made a four-door version of that. Now, I was wondering if there's any classic 
coupe or two-door car. That would be better. That would be better or you would prefer as a four-door. And I'm still thinking. I haven't actually, that I don't have an answer. That wasn't also offered. Wasn't also Okay, offered. but here, let me, that was not good, right? I don't, I didn't see it. It kind of looks like a Ford Maverick, a four-door. It looks it like, it looks like they Ford made, LTD or They made other uh, Dodge Mopar products that were sedans, so similar, same drivetrains. Why? It, I can't picture why it would, it, any, why would ever be better. It makes a cool-looking car into, like, a mundane, mundane, like, just, like, a family right. car from the 70s. It doesn't look special at all. What about a El Camino four-door? Oh, that'd be cool. Like a the crew cab kind of thing? That would be yeah. crazy, Warren. That would El be rad. Crew, crew cabino. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, what about, no I mean, they made the, no uh, the, no, the early, the Noia Class 1800s and 2000 yeah, sedans. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. about 2002 four-door? That was, uh, I can see that being cool. Well, yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, the, they had the the, the four-door, like, 1800s and 1600s and 2000s and things yeah. like that. Um, I, I think there was some market where they actually made... 2002 body panels, but in a four-door vehicle. I think it was like the Italian market or something like that. Huh. Um, I, I don't know. I I can't. Th I'm I'm having a hard time thinking of something that is two-door that would be cool as a four-door. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hard. I'm struggling. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, like in real time. Other than um, the Miata limo. Are, are we assuming? Uh, I didn't see this other one, but are we assuming it's pillarless? It can be. Th this one is. Cool. This one's pillared, but. I don't one, know. One yeah, thing that I was thinking was uh, an E30 would look rad as a pillarless coupe. With a suicide door? If you take a convertible and you graft a top on over, and so you, uh, uh, you know, you, you put a sedan top on a convertible body, you can, so you end up with a pillarless E30 coupe. E30 Grand Coupe. Yeah, yes, yeah. Little, a little tiny Grand yeah. Coupe. Yeah, no, that, that's a whole other thing. I can see that. Um, then there's also the the. the um, have you guys seen that the original Shelby team, uh, the guys from Venice, they built uh, yeah. basically an exact reproduction of the, the Shelby Cobra, the, the 289 uh, Fastback, uh, the 289 Fastback Mustang. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, that over there. And so I did. I think they're only making about 35 cars or something, I heard. Okay. That's so, that, I mean, that's that's that uh, body in white that's like hanging above the Shelby. At yeah, the I guess, yeah. yeah right I was around, wondering yeah. what that was. The, was the car ask. below it is like what it's going to be, yeah. So, so they're going to make the entire vehicle or they're going to sell the bodies? They're going to make the entire vehicle as they did back in late, in okay. the, yeah, the mid to late 60s. Yeah, All right. All right. Pretty cool. Uh, just want to introduce uh, Will Falls. Check, check, check. There we go. Yeah. You talked into mics before, so this is Will Falls from NASA. I don't even know what your uh, title is, but it, like, kind of a head honcho over in the Texas region, right? Yeah, so I bought the Texas region, so I'm the regional director of the, oh, the Texas region, so yeah. I'm responsible for all our events that happen in the South Central and Texas and uh, Oklahoma. And, and Will grew up with NASA. He was like the youngest ever licensed racer, like 13, skirting rules and everything, but he was in the NorCal region and we would, you know, do race stuff together. And yeah, he was featured on our SEMA podcast two years two ago. Two years ago, right. and you guys released the NPO1. Yeah, we released the NPO1, yeah. and that program has been off and kicking and growing. It's been really cool to see. How's nice. SEMA treating you this year? SEMA's rough every year, man. <laughs> There's no way about it. Just I mean, look grind. at all this craziness out here. Yeah. No. Never know. What have you been up to? Just cruising? Cruising, yeah. So uh, probably the biggest part of the news that we've had recently is that this, the last few years we've had an Eastern States Championship and a Western States Championship to sort of serve both coasts without having to make racers haul all the way across the U.S. And this year it's finally worked out that we're going to reconsolidate into one single national championship 
at Circuit of the Americas in 2018. Oh, um, sweet. So in your region. In, you in, my re nice. in my backyard, in the region that I, that I get to host the event, and at the, the U.S. Grand Prix track. So we're, we're really excited about it. That's awesome. That's pretty rad. And that's what, what cars? That's the National Auto Sport Association. So we've got, oh man, almost 40 classes now, including okay. time trial. Uh, that we do, so everything from uh, a fairly stock first-gen RX-7 or or, uh, or little cars, a little uh, closer. Yeah, a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, you know, with around 100 horsepower on up to prototypes and garage-built prototypes and stock cars and, and all kinds of stuff and everything in between. Your typical Spec Miata, Honda Challenge, Spec E30. Is, is there a race class for C4 Corvettes? There is an awesome <laughs> race class for, you know, oh. you, I don't know how, you're trying. To, you're being a little wise guy because I go. I know you got a pretty little car on hold on Craigslist, but no, I just bought it this morning and we were just. Oh, nice. It's a pilot Did you pick it up yet? Talking about it, yeah, yeah. So it's in the parking lot. What's really funny about this is one of the newest classes that started to take off is um, Super Touring Four, which is basically just a horsepower to weight class of twelve to one, um, and the car that just won the championship at Thunder Hill was a, a C4 Corvette. Oh. Yeah, and, I'm, and there's super cool cars in this because it's a builder's class, but there's some cost restrictions. You can run minimal aero, only 275 tires. Uh -huh. So so we see some really cool builds in that category, a C4 Corvette, um, a turbo NB Miata, a few S2000s, oh, E36 yeah. and E46. And you get to be creative. Right, yeah. totally creative, and, yeah. and, uh, and the freaking C4 won it. Nice. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, motivation. He's feeling better by the minute here. Yeah. He, he came in here with some crazy buyer's remorse. I think he's uh, smiling. I mean, again. I don't think I'm turning into a full race car, but you never know what happens, right? <laughs> no, I, I feel it's weird when you jump ships onto different car bandwagons, you know? I, so I bought my first bow tie vehicle this year, too, and uh, and it's, it's kind of weird, especially growing up in a Ford family. One of the yeah. first texts I sent was a picture with an apology to my dad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what did you, you buy? Well, I, bought, I bought a Chevy... Um, I bought a a, uh, a Chevy uh, sports sedan, the four-door, Australian-built, you know, oh, the SS. Yeah. yeah, the SS. Dude, those are great values. We got nice. we have two a couple friends. friends who have those. It's awesome. Like full rental car on the outside, but right. you know, driving-wise, it's right. That's heavy. The, that's one of the good. So, I really wanted an M5 or a CTSV, and this goon is like, why would you pay that much for something when there's this other car that's, that's half the price that has the same performance. Yeah, brand new. And uh, and at first I'm like, man, that thing's not pretty like an yeah. M5 or, or a CTSV. But that's the best part about going down the highway. Yeah. so inconspicuous. Right. Like your old Woody wagon. <laughs> 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 Nothing going on here, officer. For is, sure. uh, is USTCC running still in NASA? USTCC is still running. Um, it's mostly West Coast stuff that US, US Touring Car does. Because uh, all the Arsham is based out of there and runs mostly in the Northern California and Southern California regions. Um, so once I moved away, I haven't kept up with that as much, um, but I know it's still hot and ticking. And so, Will, this is Ali Javidian, and so I was trying to. Oh yeah, Javidian. Sorry, <laughs> Javidian Ali. Uh, but I, I had mentioned. I, I don't know if you guys may have crossed paths in the in the past, but you guys were both messing around in the NorCal region. Yeah. Ali was yeah, doing I used the to, I used to run track days, and then uh, we did some time trials, and then I got mixed up a little bit with uh, Ali Arsham with the uh, U.S. Touring Car. Yeah. I remember Dale Seabright, Dave Brown. So I I built and supported cars for those guys. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what are you seeing at SEMA? What's what's uh, your craziest car, worst car? So two years ago, our th I think our hashtag that we had <laughs> with y'all was, um, hang on, 
Fender Flare Nationals. Ah, that's it. <laughs> this yeah. year, it's over Fender Nationals. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. All the bolt-on yeah. over right. Fenders. I, yeah. I think that's the, the vibe that I'm seeing. And uh, you know what drives me crazy? The, the tr it's becoming a truck show, too. Yeah, yeah. we're just talking we're about just that. Saying, yeah. And uh, I love, hate it, but it's, it's kind of cool, and I kind of hate it at the same time. I think I've, just, I've realized that the official soccer mom van of Texas is the F-250, yeah. oh, wow. which is cool, but because they sell so damn many, it's hard for people to need them. Oh, yeah. $100,000 trucks now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, those prices have skyrocketed. So, so I want to I hear about the NPO one program. Is that, I mean, you said it's taken off and it's thriving. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you sold a bunch of cars. And they sold, it's you know still what? Going I'm going to step off for just one second if we can yeah. talk about NPO one because this guy, Jeremy, like, or runs maybe, the whole thing. Yeah, Jeremy uh, is a driver and... Yeah, we could, um, we could throw an extra mic somehow. Okay. I think there's a mic and headphones right there. Oh, okay. I don't know if they've been tested, but. Well, let's test well, them. Here, Jeremy, pop in here. Or you could just share it. I mean, they could have shared that one. But yeah. Take a seat. All right. Introduce yourself. Say hello to the, the millions listening. Hey, folks. <laughs> I'm uh, Jeremy Crisette. I'm the director of business development for the National Auto Sport Association and uh, one of the key principals at the national office. And essentially in charge of vision and direction of NASA as a corporation. Cool. Awesome. And so uh, tell us a little bit about the project that uh, with the vehicle you guys are, are running and, and all that. Yeah, so a few years ago we launched the, uh, the MPO one program, the NASA prototype, and um, it's been going stellar ever since. The, uh, there were a few teething issues in the beginning, but that's to be expected with any program. And um, we've ironed out most of those kinks, and now the cars are doing exceptionally well. Um, ironically enough, I just came from uh, a NASA NorCal event just this weekend at Sonoma Raceway, where we ran, we campaigned two MPO1s, and we led, uh, it was a three and a half hour race, we led overall with one of the MPO1s until about 10 minutes from the end when we got passed by a, a fairly highly modified GT3 Cup car. Mm. And uh, we finished 10 seconds behind them. So Ooh, nice. the, uh, the, the, the cars finished second and third overall. And um, we're, we're planning to campaign um, one, if not both of those cars in the NASA 25 Hours of Thunder Hill coming up um, in what, basically four weeks now. Cool. So it's, cool. Can you also give us a little uh, rundown of what the uh, car is and what it's powered by and all that? Yeah, of course. Um, the, the NASA prototype is basically a clean sheet build that was um, conceptualized to be the best bang for buck race car that you could buy in the world. Um, it's the perfect melding of speed, cost, uh, ease of maintenance, low low cost of operation. It's that perfect balance that, at least in my opinion, is it represents the best bang for buck car out there. Um, it is a 1,500 pound single seater, closed cockpit prototype style race car. It's baby, basically like a baby LMP car. Right. Um, it's powered by 185 horsepower Mazda MZR, um, made into a six speed sequential setup gearbox. And it's a no lift flat shift, um, and it's a, it's a purpose-built race car. So um, I've done a majority of the test drives for the program. I've, I've had over 100 people test drive my car personally. 
And the number one thing everybody is absolutely blown away by is the performance potential that a purpose-built race car provides you. Yeah. Um, it, it's basically like driving a giant go-kart. Yeah. But yeah. it's quite a bit quicker on the top. Yeah, <laughs> cool, cool. So. Right on. Um, well, I know that uh, we, we're going to kind of go into some other SEMA stuff, but uh, um, anything else you want to cover right now? I think that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. One, of the, one of the things I wanted to throw out there is um, NASA's, NASA's bread and butter is our HBD program. So anybody that's interested in learning the ins and outs of high-performance driving should definitely check out drivenasa.com. It's, it's been one of the things that hasn't been as well publicized because uh -huh. it's certainly not as flashy, right, to have a streetcar at the track. Mm. But without a doubt, it is the, the future of motorsports in North America. You know, anyone that wants to start out and progress into higher forms of motorsports has got to start somewhere. And, you know, Will is a perfect candidate of the program where he's, he started in HPD and moved through the ranks from HPD 1 to 2 to 3 to 4 to progress his, his driving talent and move into competition racing. And, he, and there are, there's thousands of people in the country that the NASA program has given that opportunity to. And real, realistically, there's nobody in the country. I would, I would put our program up against anybody's program in the country. We're, we're one of the few that has an actual standardized program that you can find at any NASA region across the country. We've got 14 regions across the country that are strategically located to basically cover most major metropolitan areas in North America. And virtually anyone that has an interest in high-performance driving or motorsports can go to a NASA event, get started, get, a, get an instructor crazy enough to ride shotgun yeah, and, and teach it, you know, the basics, ins and outs of high-performance driving and what it means to, to drive quick around I the think, track. I think all of us have, I mean, most of us have done HP, you know, Done yeah. NASA track days, so absolutely. I think Art has. I have, you know. I'm yeah, sure I've gone through has. one through four. Got my competition license. I did the whole thing with NASA to start yeah. out with. So there, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, and they're really well, you know. Obviously, it's really well run. It's a well-oiled machine at this point too, and you don't have the sketchiness of some other, you know, some Oops. other maybe some <laughs> other programs and stuff like that. You know, because sure. it is it is a well-oiled machine, right? There's. The, all the learning has been done years and years ago, so yeah, um, you kind of know everyone knows what they're doing and everything. So for sure, it's safe, right? And yeah, that's a, that's a big part of it too. So and honestly, um, since we've got an open forum going here, that's one of the things I believe that's personally plaguing the industry as a whole right now. Um, you've got new people coming into HPD. They don't know to ask the questions. Do you have an ambulance on site? Do you yeah. have a fire safety team on site? And a lot of these other groups, they don't have that stuff. Yeah. But these are questions that you don't ask until your car's upside down, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're but just going in super lean, and maybe they give a, they maybe it's twenty bucks cheaper, but they don't offer any anything, right? So right. or something like that. I don't That's know. Right. But I don't know if it is cheaper, but you know what I'm saying. It's, uh, yeah. That, that no, program absolutely. is the only one that I would tell somebody that has zero experience on track with any car. Go to go to Group One NASA HPD and. The instructors are really, really good. Really, I mean, it, it's quite intimidating to roll up to Sonoma when you have, you know, rows and rows of race cars, and you're there, and you're like beautiful stock M3 or whatever, and, and right. you just want to get some track time. But when you're actually, when you pass the paddock and you get into onto the track with an instructor on the passenger seat, they, they've always done a really, really great job of making you feel comfortable on the track. 
Absolutely. Upgrades, yeah. our, our whole industry is about upgrades, right? And people will upgrade their wheels, upgrade their tires, upgrade their suspension, upgrade their drivetrain. You got to go to a thousand different websites to, to take a car from a street car to a race car, right? Yep. And the single biggest uh, upgrade you can make for your race program or driving enthusiast program is the driver, because yep. that's the only thing on any car that's applicable the same. And we can take you through every stage without having to go to a bunch of different websites or stores or shops. You can do all the driver training and racing right within NASA. And so to keep people kind of um, entertained uh, or keep people's customers' attention, we really um, shoot for over-the-top customer service. So especially in the South, you know, dealing with jaded racers can be tough sometimes because it's like, <laughs> no, Bob, it was supposed to be 2,700 pounds and you're 2,500 yeah. pounds over the scales. Big and egos there's, too. There's only, there's only so much patience you have with a racer that knows certain things. But when we're talking about getting people in the sport and growing this ladder so that more people are involved in every aspect. I love the hour-long phone calls of telling somebody new how to get their car through tech or yeah. why you can't have antifreeze in your in your radiator on track or like little the the most uh, the most basic of questions are fun to answer with people that are totally new to the sport. That's yeah, probably yeah. one of my favorite parts is dealing with the noobs and and getting them in and uh, and showing them a good time. That's cool. Awesome. And that's cool. that's also that also leads me to think of another another unique aspect of NASA that we actually always combine with the exception of, of a, a small few events year round. Um, the the streetcar side, which is HPDE, and the racing side, right? So you, you have this core group of guys that have been doing it for a long time that have moved out of the streetcar side and regardless of what level you have an interest in working toward, you always have somebody to bounce ideas off of or get questions answered from at the track, especially at a NASA event, because you've got you've got the most veteran racers there and you've got the you know, the guys just starting out and there's always somebody for you to tack on a question to. Yeah. Well that's key. That's awesome. Um, we are, I, I think guess, we're going to do a little rotation here. Yeah. Um, Will, Jeremy, thank you thank so much. Thank you guys. Yeah, always good to see you. NASA, what is it, NASA.com or what's the uh, website? DriveNASA.com. DriveNASA.com. Cool. Thanks yeah. for jumping on. We'll so catch much, up with guys. you guys very yeah. soon. Uh, we're going to bring on a uh, bearded fellow. He's short. He's peppy. Get on in here, Danny George, Drifter Extreme. Uh, uh, Shango. Shango, hey, thanks, buddy. Shango. And um, Brian McQueen back on the podcast um, hey, soon. Good you. Danny George, welcome to SEMA. What's up? <laughs> How the hell are you? Uh, that mic's a little tall for him. Uh, so it was Fender Flare Nationals, now it's Bro Dozer Super Bowl 2017. Uh, you're shaking your head. Tell us what's on your mind. Uh, it's just, uh, it's insane that these people put these rims on and they have room for good <laughs> tires to make it look proper and they just like yeah fuck it and <laughs> yeah. they just like ran out of money or something i have no idea how that works yeah, it's my, crazy my favorite part though is the uh, the armor all in the tread that's like really important uh, when you're out there in the mountains you don't want the mud to stick to that's the tire oh, yeah, that, that is that a thing man that's uh, just show cars my, i like the uh the detailed paint on the straight axles and all that shit is painted and Nuts and bolts are painted. If you, if you look really closely on all of those, like four links and stuff like that, for the uh, for the axle supports, yeah, they screw on billet covers 
that are all like fancily machined. Yep. So that it looks like it's just a piece of like you know two by two. Looks finished, oh, right. right? But it but it's just like these billet plates are screwed on from their like plasma cutter or whatever. Yeah. It, Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Danny, really give us awesome. your give us your t SEMA impressions this year. You're you're a show veteran. Look at this. Yeah, I've, uh, the veteran I think keeps you away from the SEMA show longer. So the more times you come, the less you actually pay attention. Yeah. So I'm here so. just to see some of my good friends and obviously be here with you guys. Well, it's more about the people, right? It's about the people, absolutely. Yeah. A couple years back, you were doing some uh, hot laps in the parking lot. Is that the case this year? Nope. Okay. Didn't get hired. <laughs> well, dude, um, you're not a very good driver. Uh, you crashed, <laughs> so you just crashed your BMW. Yeah, we were, uh, flipped it, I guess you want to call it. So. What happened there? I heard that there, it was, people were blaming it on the tires, not on you, I noticed in the comments. Yeah, no, my, my line was good. It was just kind of a funky setup where they had the tire wall. Um, and they were kind of old skinny tires and the wall was only like two and a half feet tall versus like a normal four or five foot high tire wall. So just the momentum just caught it in a shitty manner and just yeah. tire wall jumped out in front of you is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Not, yeah. My, not my fault. Blame the static objects, that's what you're saying. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I have, uh, we got a MC3 just jumped on here. That's right. Uh, from uh, MC3 Films. That's right. Internet brands, all sorts of stuff. Correct, correct. Um, I did want to mention something, though, before uh, we get an MC3 here. Uh, Shango. You know the movie Tango and Cash? Yeah. Every time I see Shango, I think Shango and Cash. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to throw that out there. I that, can't. Uh, just uh, hand in hand. It is a good uh, brand name. That's kind of catchy. Art. <laughs> that's just weird. That's my first time to Vegas since uh, the law passed, that you can just go into stores. And oh, dude. 21 and over. Yes. Driver's license. Go to Shango, <laughs> get everything you could possibly want. And you sure. can't just go to a casino and light up. It's like still you have to be in your own. Uh, <laughs> this guy, he looks like a. Okay, okay. Uh, he's uh, sampling Shango products in a legal form. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, right. In an enclosed uh, safe yeah. environment. Um, Emmanuel Carrillo, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good yeah. to be on with you guys. Where'd you yeah. come from? What'd you, what'd you see? What'd you Where do? were you just now? Actually, just came back from Project Stork doing an interview on that. Oh, right. About that, yes, yes. So, so that's uh, like a, that's, Stork is a bird of some sort. It yeah. is a bird that uh, mythically brings babies home from the hospital or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe just in my case, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. What, yeah. what kind of stork brought you home? Uh, a 1977 Porsche 911S. That was my stork. That's why I'm calling my uh, restoration series hashtag Project Stork. And how far along is that restoration? Well, we started working on it in late May, and uh, actually just after Lufka Cult, which was really the inspiration, actually. I was trying to, I was thinking that maybe there might be like a 1% chance that I could work on it in like a couple, in a couple weekends or something like that, and maybe just barely get it running and legal enough to drive it on public roads for Lufka Cult 2017. That was incredibly wishful thinking. Mm. Uh, didn't happen, but it got me off my butt, among other things. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, we've been working on it since May. We've got a new fuel tank for it. We've you know replaced a couple of the fuel lines. We've bled the brakes. We've done the the basic mechanical stuff that it needs for getting it on the road again. But now the big stuff comes next, uh, like engine rebuild, and then the, the cheap spray. stuff. Yeah, yeah, the cheap yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah you know, right. the amateurs. Yeah. So, uh, but it's at SEMA this year, and uh, that's that's an incredible milestone because it's the first car show this car's ever been to is SEMA 2017. <laughs> right on. So uh, if you're going to start, you're going to start big. So right where now. is it? Is it out front? It's out front, yeah, in uh, Future Car Parking. 
And uh, yeah, it's getting a lot of attention. We were just there right now, and people are taking pictures left and right. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. makes sense. You got like seven, like what, 35 inch wheels with the really stretched uh, <laughs> mud terrain tires on there. It, right? Yeah, typical yeah. SEMA car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's a funny thing. It's such a contrasting thing. Camille, again, there's like a tricked out FRS or BRZ next to it, and then like there's a lifted Tundra with, you know, 37 inch wheels and tires, and it's just it's crazy. So, um, yeah, you have this just basic stock 1977 Porsche 911S, and we've got our little banner up front, like, you know, no no huge wheel kit, no crazy, you know, body work or cladding or anything like that. Just a simple tribute of, of a son to his late father, Project Star. Beautiful. Yeah. Great. Um, we have a couple questions from our uh, Instagram followers. Uh, one's for Danny George, I think. Well, maybe for all of us in reference to Danny George, but. If you could add five feet to any car to create a limo, what would it be in honor of SEMA and the Miata limo with its crazy sense of a Cajun best in shows? <laughs> I saw that thing mobbing around. Are you driving it right now? Uh, we're going to take it out tonight, I think, and oh. uh, pick up some people. How do I get a ride? Uh, text me. Okay. You got my number? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, definitely out there. I think uh, if I was going to add any to anything it would have to be some luxury car i think just uh just make it I'm, extra. I'm in the luxury boat now i'm building the gambler ls 400 lexus so are you now i'm into luxury cars so oh, that's my new thing yeah, i didn't know that yeah, yeah. you lifted ls 400 i haven't lifted yet but oh, okay. yes it's definitely coming hell yeah wait but 1985 you did... corvette oh yeah Whoa. corvette limo interesting corvette you did corvette partake limo. in the last gambler 500 didn't you take yep. a, another a lincoln or, a, or is it a caddy limo we there? were supposed to get a caddy limo and the thing had some problems right when we left town oh, so dang. we ditched that thing and bought a uh, 500 uh ford ranger so all right bomb through and that's you know yeah you made it so that's always part of the whole thing always be gambling <laughs> always be gambling you got anything else uh, project wise uh, on your horizon any other car purchases uh nothing right yet i'm just finishing up the gambler get that done for this year and uh i'm trying to sell the bmw drift car to maybe move into a porsche of some sort oh, okay possibly to uh just go build some hype and run fun events and okay not shit, drift so. though no a uh, little bit oh. do a little of everything i think porsche like porsche drift, drift. <laughs> yeah but not okay. in like a series or anything, just kind of show. Yeah, maybe outside or maybe just do a little bit of the Pro 2 series still again just for next year. Okay. But most of the stuff I think uh, for what I'm trying to do would be best done outside of the competition aspect. Yeah. So uh -huh. yeah, no yeah. rules. But fun, like, funsies. Fun, fun so, stuff. Because it involves like dildos and stuff like that, right? Why? Well, Plus your new, new sponsor? <laughs> no, I, there's nothing there yet. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, good yeah, vibrations. I, I, got yeah. some, I, I got good ideas, so we'll see what that turns into. I feel you. Cool. So Ali, oh, you said a C4 Corvette. I would 85. say a C4 Corvette probably. What would you add five feet to, Lane? What would was I? Was it four add? or five? Yeah, it was five. Four it's making a five. difference. Five feet. <laughs> well, um, I'd, I'd, it's five's a hard one because I was thinking like four foot twelve. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, four foot ten. Eleven inches. Yeah. Middle, you know. BMW Isetta. Oh, Whoa. That'd make be it weird. Make it a car. crawl over people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you can enter from the front. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, there's no right answer. No, there really isn't. Yeah, 944. Oh, yeah, it'd be beautiful. 944. Four-door 944. Uh, Five feet, that'd be so gross. So yeah. gross. How about an eight-door slammed Brodozer? Um, yeah, yeah no. there's one out there, I, I believe. I took a picture of one. Door <laughs> one. It's on Instagram. Is that eight doors? Eight-door. Yeah. That uh, kind of goes back to our question about what car would you make that's a two-door only into a four-door. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's really it's, hard. It's right? hard. Um, 
the other thing is we kind of were looking for that SEMA car that was going to be here, like the FRS or, you know, one car that... Yeah. There's really, a lot of everything yeah, there really this isn't, year. Right? There's definitely no, like, the SEMA car yeah. to pick. There's a lot of Mustangs, but... Uh, Mustangs, I, yeah. I, have I think seen it's a lot of the Chevy full-size truck. Yeah. That, that is it. Um, I'm seeing a lot more 80s and 90s cars, though. Did you notice? Yeah. Just kind of sprinkled about. Some good ones, cool. too. Yeah, my favorite car so far, believe it or not, is that F-Body uh, Camaro in the Optima battery... Uh, oh, booth. that one's super nice. So good. I mean, it's. Yeah. I just love like meaty tires with a good stance. Like mm -hmm. it's like a nice flush stance, but it's period. I mean, it's not period. It's a purpose built. Yeah. And it's actually a track car, and it's really well done. There's an LS under the hood of some sort. But I just saw one yeah. this morning. Is a uh, in the um, who was it? Oh, the good guys booth. It's a Fox body pace car. Pace car. Totally oh, the restored. Killer yeah. interior. So rad. Sweet. It is so rad. That's it's got the louvers on the rear Exposed glass. headlight car, right? The four yes. Head. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But, man, it's got this rad uh, striping going on and cool graphics. Super rad. Yeah, super definitely. rad wood, I should say. Yeah. yeah. yeah be, be uh, Ali fun. was really not. The wheels don't fit the rad yeah, wood thing. Mean, the and wheels, I mean, I that's, think, that's I think one it's of those a things. gorgeous car. I just think in rad wood kind of, like, flavor, it's, it's the wheels take it totally out. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's a, easy, yeah. you know. Five minute change. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. That escort over at the uh, Olympic. That thing's frag. Yeah. So good. That thing's super cool. And the Motul uh, uh, booth had that. Uh, yeah. It's Ford Ford car. Yeah. Which uh, will M5 be at, it'll be at Radwood. Was it M5 or just the five series? It's uh, five. I think it's just a five series. Um, and then he maybe had. It has an M on the. On the yeah, front, that's what's throwing me off. Because I, I had an tell. M on the, on the grill, yeah. And so that's coming to Radwood? It is. They made that's the M535. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very and, cool. Um, all right. And going back to the question, I'm adding five feet to uh, a mid-year 911. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Yeah. Did, remember that one? Didn't, there was yeah. that prototype, They had remember? a bunch of prototypes. The 90 or something yeah. that was a four-door. Yeah. So bizarre. Yeah. I actually, I saw a, uh, like a 1970-ish Chevy C50. I had no idea those existed. It was like, imagine like the Kodiaks and the Top Kicks, but in the 70s. Uh, huh. it was, yeah. Oh. That kind of truck. Was so it I was, that orange one out front? It was a yellow one at the Nidabu. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I don't know if I saw it. Had no idea those existed. I blacked so out during the whole truck thing for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would totally add 4 foot 12 inches to that thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another question was, um, Hushy Pushy asks, in the car world, is there anything worse than a car built specifically to be exhibited at SEMA? And the thing that kills me about all these cars, most of these cars, is all the stickers on them. Like, oh, I know. It ruins the car be, itself. Like right. The, the beauty of a car, right? The yeah. lines and all that stuff. And, and I know that's obviously why it's here. It's an advertising piece. But, um, man, some cars, you just think it's, it takes it to that next level. Yeah, I mean, there's some really, you're right, though. I've seen some good-looking cars. Like, there's a Mark IV Supra out there. Uh-huh. And it's a pretty decent-looking little car. Uh, and then it has just stickers everywhere. And it, it kind of ruins the car. It ruined the car for me. And look right. at what's sitting right in front of us. I mean, this thing's it's gorgeous. Magna sick, and there's booth. just a little Magnaflow sticker in that yeah. back window, and it's, like, so perfectly clean. clean. That's yeah. a classy Magnaflow sticker, too. Yeah, no, Magnaflow Racing. That's rad. Um, what is it, 32? Sure, know. why not? <laughs> 32 Ford. So cool. Yeah. Canvas top. Yeah, dark green with a bronze powder coat period wheels and uh, a questionable pinstripe by Ali's... Uh, yeah, taste. I, I would have gone a different color, but there's nothing wrong with this car. At no, all. no, it's very it looks subtle. Like, yeah, it looks like it's an OG motor to a flathead of some sort. I mean, I was going to say, you know, like I'm seeing a lot of the, uh, 
kind of the resto mod feel, but it's not as it's not as uh, oh, like Obvious. conspicuous, right? Like yeah. whereas historically you have the resto mod where it's like all these modern components, digital interior dashes and shit, and like you totally re uh, reimagine the car. But I'm seeing a lot of cars that look period but have modern drivetrains, which is totally up my alley, especially after dealing with a carbureted car for the last six months that I fucking hate. So I mean, just you having like it. something that's reliable, that's like nice and modern and handles well and brakes well. That's awesome. I'm all about it. Well, um, you know what else they're doing is they're, you know, these new resto mod cars, they're not throwing like brand new looking wheels on right, or something. They're right. doing an old school looking, like a Helen, Helen brand or whatever brand, yeah. type wheel, yeah. but it's a little bigger because it fits bigger brakes and stuff like that. So Absolutely. they're, they're kind of going for old, old looks, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, MC3's on the move. Yes. Uh, I, I want to thank you all for, for having me for these couple minutes here. Um, yeah, and if you want to follow along the, uh, the Project Stork build, uh, Instagram.com slash MC3Films is the easiest way to find it all. So thank you all for having me. Hey, awesome. thanks for coming, man. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Man. All righty. Chat a bit. Uh, did you guys see the uh, the 993 uh, Gunther car? Uh, I did. And what do you what do you think, Lane? McGuire? It's yeah. better in person than I than I imagined, for sure. Wheels are still a little yeah. extreme, but uh, yeah. pretty beautiful paint job. I know, really. Yeah. They were really smart with their lighting. They have these awesome kind of dome, uh, flat white oh, light yeah, above yeah. every car, and it just makes it pop so the much. I think the wheels ruin that car. Yeah, I do too. But again, I mean, that's just, yeah, you got to look past Are they gigantic or something? I haven't seen No, it. they're just like overly glossy. Mm. Yeah. And it's got that kind of artificial finish on it, like whatever, like multiple layers of clear coat or too much powder coat or whatever, and it just kind of takes that authenticity away from the material of the wheels. I, I, yeah, I agree. And, and it kind of like cheapens the whole thing. And then plus, I'm not a huge fan of when the 993 wide body, it kind of becomes a little bit bulbous, uh -huh. a little bit bloated. Yeah, I see what you mean. And, uh, and so the package doesn't totally work for me, but I appreciate the amazing, amazing work that went into building that car. Yeah, well, I want to see it in person. I know, I know it's a half a million dollar car, so... Uh, <laughs> I think I'm expecting a I lot. Think it's right there. On the yeah, it's, it's like literally right there. Danny's oh. shaking his head over there. Half a mil for that thing. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It'd give me so, a stock one. So wasn't right. that the same guy that did that crazy green thing that was at, uh, at That's Luke, racing. Or? Gunther Racing. I don't know. If no, it's, it's not. Two different things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what um, happened? Nothing. There was this uh, <laughs> questionable car. Yeah, I love no, Hall. What is, yeah. no, what is the one that you guys are talking the about? Nine, the, the red 993, the white body. Uh, Remember Lane uh, had mentioned it? He brought you yeah, yeah. McGuire's really well, boot. Like, it's a little round. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little, little. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, it's a little. that edge. It's kind of swollen. Swollen, yes. Yeah. I it's mean, like a boxing glove. Like a 935 is the ideal, and that's got some hard edges. And the yeah, 993 is just there's no not a hard. It's definitely hard not edge my choice. I mean, I'd still you know give me a, give me a normal 993 yeah. with a built motor, a and I'll, I'm, I'd be way more stuck. Art, art yeah. hit it on the the nail on the head. It looks like a red boxing glove that's been like sharpied with like lights <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, hey, get on in here. We Phil. got Phil from BRZO. Um, yeah. Burza, it's Burza, by the way. But no, no, no. I'm helping people. I'm helping people learn how to say it. Did, did Brian use it. that app when he was R picking up that Corvette? Oh today. yeah, Is of that, course. Yeah. Yes, I did. Brzo helps you make stupid choices in life. Yeah. Um, Burza. Ali, do you mind if he pops on yeah, for a little bit? We'll have good. you back on. Um, how you doing, man? Good to see you. Good, good. Hakungala. Hakungala International. Yeah, dude. Get in, get in there. We'll uh, set you up. 
Hey, here's a here's a quick one. Yeah. Uh, question from Dave underscore Casement. Has Meaty Sidewall been positively identified as a SEMA trend this year, or is it still all stretch tires on large rims? I'd say it's 90% stretch. Yeah, it's stretch. all stretch. I think yeah. the cars are, we're a little early in that, but I think it's coming back. Not but the trucks are just. I do too. It's, do you have we're like well, six years from the truck. Now to get the trucks have stretch tires, yeah, but the car is not as much stretch as maybe it's four years bad. ago, right? Three years ago. I, yeah, I haven't seen as much like super extreme camber fitment style okay. yeah, as less, maybe less the years camber. before, but I think the cars are also changing a little bit. So. But I don't, I don't think there's really many examples of a big meaty tire. No. We're just there less is, bad, right? There's a, it's it's the out there. I was looking at some of the concept cars from the manufacturers, and they're not going as stretched as in the past. Like the Ford booth and stuff had some uh -huh. purposeful rubber. So yeah. maybe there's something there. Um, Phil, introduce yourself. Say hello. Hey guys, uh, this is Phil from BRZO, that uh, Craigslist addiction app. Yes, you're <laughs> responsible. Feel free, feel free to pull the mic too, or just get, get a little to closer to it. Yeah, I mean, you can pull it from the stand. Where? Um, so Phil is responsible for ruining all of our lives and hours <laughs> relationships, and hours. lives, yes. children. No, no, no. I just fill the toilet time. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> Phil P P H I L. Exactly. Yeah. I fill the toilet it's so time. So funny. So uh, uh, Danny buys a lot of stuff on Craigslist. Burzo, are you a Burzo uh, app guy? I don't need any more apps on my phone. <laughs> I I know it works well, and I I've uh, played around with your guys' I think Brian's phone last time I was there and checking it out, and it it looks amazing. It just I don't even I'm like only searching my city. I'm only looking for like three different things, cheap, and I just cheap, go cheap. through everything. So yes. it's like his whatever, garage is full. I got no more room. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, what are you up to here, Phil? What are you doing? So I'm just checking out some new ideas, and uh, I've been hanging out around the truck aisle, and I, Holy I can't lucky guy. stand truck, it. Truck, 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 truck. I've probably seen so many dualies that have, I don't know, 35-inch tires. Air ride and all that. You know, feet of lift. <laughs> yeah, what, what brings <laughs> you to the truck aisle? <laughs> uh, that's that's where all these software manufacturers are. So oh, okay. I've been speaking to them over there and just kind of learning more about the shop software in industry. Shop software. Industry. Shop software, yeah. So, like, work order stuff. And yeah, like back office, you know, okay. all that kind of stuff. So I just have some ideas around it, just checking things out, trying to figure out, you know, if there's a market there. Not necessarily for BRZO, but maybe some other ideas coming up. Cool. Cool. Nice. Is this your first time to SEMA? Oh, God, no. Oh, oh yeah, you were, you were in the world. You were a BMW guy, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. I forgot. So I used to come to SEMA and CES, so you get the double whammy every year. I'm glad I don't have to come back here right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, big show. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. It really is crazy. It's hard to really wrap your head around and walk around this place. Yeah, as I was taking the, the taxi and the, the taxi guy was like, yeah, there's about 200 plus thousand people yeah. here right now. It's so wild. freaking insane. That's yeah, it's nuts. You know what I have noticed? There's a little trend that I noticed this year and um, some of the bigger booths and like manufacturers booths. It looks like they're putting a little less money into it, maybe. Oh, really? Just into the actual like booth to themselves. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, to the similar. fluff, you know. Uh, just like you know, a half dozen booths that I regularly kind of stumble upon are maybe 30% smaller, and uh, mm -hmm. but I think there's more booths than ever, more more companies here. Yeah. And like we we went over to Recaro, and since they haven't been here in forever, they're in this like tent 
that you so have to walk through too. the dub area and the, the trucks to get to. And there's Recaro, like one of the, you know, biggest names in cars. In, you know, yeah. and, a, and an old company, you know, well-respected. And they yeah. have this little tiny booth with five, four seats sitting on the ground. And that's I know, their booth, I actually thought know? that was a different I thought that was part of somebody else's booth. Yeah, definitely. It's, you thought it was Ricaro spelled R E K. That was actually Ricardo. It's a new it's wheel the Mexican manufacturer. One. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Were the seats on 35-inch wheels with big uh, treaded yes, off-roads? Exactly. Obviously. Uh, speaking of, of trucks, though, I know that's been kind of the theme here. Um, I am thoroughly impressed by the Chevy uh, ZR2. Did you guys see that? Dude, it's like right up your alley. It's like yeah, no, it's pretty it, rad. It's like a smaller little Raptor. Raptor, yeah. it's so cool, and it's lifted, and it's Colorado all it's a, it's based. A, yeah, it's Colorado based, and it has a really cool bumper kit. Is it uh, wide body kit. like a like a Raptor? No, I don't think no, so. No, it's not, and it just it, but it has suspension. It's lifted. It's got like you know heavy duty bed, and like I don't know. It seems like a really cool package. You I know? think it's like fifty five grand for the. I mean, you, it, I would guess that it's got all the options at that point. Yeah, and it's got that so many op, so many boxes you can check, which is kind of cool to see that from an OE. I, I, I heard um, uh, the Galpin guy, I can't remember his name, I wanted, basically the, the, the GM at Galpin on one of the, on a show recently, and he was talking about how they used to galpinize their cars, and they were known for that. Like, yeah. basically, I, mean, I know we're talking Ford now, but it's cool to see, like, a manufacturer, uh, in this case, Galpin being, you know, a dealer, but, like, them actually modifying their cars and selling them right off of the lot like in a tasteful manner you know that's pretty cool the opportunities right there these people are already buying way too much car for what they need put an extra 10 grand on it it's 150 bucks a month and now you got like the lift the wheels you know right. like you're already yeah. there financing it so i think that that's a good market i think that hasn't really been tapped that much and it seems like all the special edition anythings yeah. have yep. always been you know they do well yep. and you let that kind of go out there and promote the rest of the brand for you for a lost leader kind of thing. You Absolutely, know? yeah. But yeah, I think it's gotten really good reviews too, as far as the driving. Experience. It's capable. And yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, you can get it. It's, it had a turbo V6 of some sort, and they also had a, a diesel option, which is interesting. I didn't oh, actually with look that off-road package. With the off-road oh, package. That's the one. Pretty, pretty rad. Yeah. But uh, does it jump? Uh, it probably jumps when it bends, just like they all do. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, that was that was one that really caught landing my eye. is the problem. Yeah. We just finished replacing a rear end on a Raptor that it snapped its axles off. Pretty interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, and that Ford was a no first gen Raptor. Yeah, Ford right? longer. They no like hit something it. though. You said right? Yeah, like yeah. He, he was doing donuts in a field and he uh, <laughs> hit an unseen telephone pole that had fallen down in the, oh. in the weeds. Oh shit! And it went whack whack, and the wheels snapped off with the brakes. And, and Ford no longer makes what? They no longer sell a complete rear end. You have to piece it together, which oh. this thing was kind of bent, probably. So we found a used one in a junkyard in LA, had it shipped up. Uh -huh. It's good to go. Anyone wants to buy a Raptor, good deal. Wow. Uh, yeah, so they're not indestructible, but uh, pretty cool trucks. I don't know. Have you guys made it over to the truck area yet? Oh, God. Yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> Warren was just saying he Flash got lost trucks. there for like two hours. We got dropped yeah. off on that side, and it was like just a really tough morning. Yeah. It was a really rough go at it. One, one thing I have noticed is that people are starting to lift these, like, whatever, UTVs or oh, ATVs. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. ATVs, side by sides. Yeah. Just to flip as easy as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 35-inch tires and probably 30-inch oh, rims. Kind of that thing. reminds me, like when I was over profile. there, I saw a uh, slingshot, or what's the other one? Not the slingshot. Crossbow? Yeah, one, uh, with four wheels. Someone put two wheels on the on back. The rear? Uh, oh, on the rear. So, 
probably a Vegas thing because you, you can ride quads. There on is the a bunch here. of those dudes running those things around right. the city for sure. But now this thing's an actual car, so it's huh. registered as a motorcycle. That's how they get a, a, away with it, isn't that? Yeah, yeah, I thought. Yeah, that. if it's a three wheel, you don't yeah. need all the. Because it doesn't all the crash stuff. Yeah. 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 So then someone, like, maybe it's a kit you can buy here at SEMA and uh, you make it into a four. That's actually really smart. Kind of cool. Yeah. But you can't use it in California, like technically. But I don't even know how that works. Yeah. Who's, who's policing who's that? Who's going to police that? Yeah, yeah really. That'd be rad. So it's like basically like a cheap aerial nomad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They should sell like at the dealer. You just get to get both rear ends, and when you drive it off the lot, you could do your own. It's like kit car style, right? Or just it comes with you all the stuff. Modular setup. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be a blast to drive, right? Oh, man, it looked, looked really cool. They're really wide, meaty, kind of look like, uh, you know, Corvette wheels or something on the back of it. We I, should I, all get one and just go rent, go rent like three of them and cruise around. See how bad they really are. They're probably so bad. So rough. <laughs> so bad. Um, how's the Miata limo running? Good. Yeah? Yep. Cool. I haven't upped the booster or anything yet, but uh, still eight pounds makes, I don't know, about 200. <laughs> a little are, less than that. Are you going to bring it to Radwood? That's December 2nd? Yeah. I might. The next, that Friday, I leave to Thailand for two weeks. So it's, I don't know. It's not finished enough and clean enough, I think. Oh, It's yeah, cool, it but is. it's not. No, I think it's it's, it's, it's finished fine. enough. I think you the think biggest problem enough? is how, how much it's going to fill up with water if it's raining on the trip out. Yeah, yeah. whatever. It's all right, dude. Do you have a roof on that? No. Definitely not roof. It's fine, dude. Just so. put a little uh, underwater water heater, and you got a hot tub limo. I know. Miata. It goes back to a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 we talked about this. I mean, Danny has I a, gotta get you have a full truck with a trailer, too. You could trailer it out, right? Yeah, just sold the trailer, but uh, oh, okay. it's it's doable. <laughs> it's definitely doable. You really I should, should bring I it. I should bring it. Oh, we would love would to have it there. It's it could like, be the freaking podcast booth. It'll be a star, dude. <laughs> it, could, it could be. Uh, I'll be there. How about that? Yeah. I'll, I'll commit right now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, another. that's beautiful. Awesome. Danny so George I, autograph hour, uh, 2 o'clock. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> Smoke I, I session. Visited, I, I visited his uh, compound and got to see all the different cars. You have another Radwood car there. What's the uh, tiny one? The Chevy Sprint? Chevy Sprint, yep. Cleanest Chevy Sprint I've ever seen. It's white, what? right? White. Yeah. Turbo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Got Dude. that out of like Lake, ha- Lake Havasu. Started tearing it apart a little bit to kind of like... I want to lighten it up as much as I can to, yeah. so it doesn't have to work so hard. But I, I, I bought it again to eventually that's like the Bonneville car for like the 1,000cc and under class uh, kind of stock, whatever they yeah. call it. Okay. And you got to go 130 miles an hour. So good luck. I don't know if I'd ever do it, but uh, <laughs> it'd be fun just to check off the little tailwind Bonneville thing. So. Downhill on the yeah, salt flats. Yeah, you got to find the downhill section. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we'll see what happens. But Right on. Um, that's it's crazy. I like it. And I, I drove the Miata limo, by the way. Oh, oh, no way. How is it? Yeah, I came out. It is pretty surprisingly civil. Yeah? Oh, okay. It's like a normal car. Like, you don't even really notice it. It's like... Yeah, I think the only thing that really gives it back. away is the manual steering, and it just slows down a little. It's a little heavy, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, for a little sports car, though, it's like you don't even really... Once you're driving, it's good. Yeah, once you're driving. Parking lots, whatever, but... So what, what, how long is it? Is it like a normal, modern car now? I mean, or is it just... I think it's like almost 36 inches longer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's From okay. like seam to seam, because you can kind of see where the existing. They cut it right behind the seat, right before the rear tray goes up. Yeah. Right there, and there's right where the mirror is, basically on the front car. So. Okay. All right. But it's, so, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Just thinking like going around turns, right? Like it's like when you have a longer car, you do have to compensate for that, right? Like yeah, but out on these Vegas streets, it's like you don't even know. Yeah. What are turns? So That's what you're gonna ask next. Yeah. yeah there's nothing here for it. <laughs> yeah. So actually, and, Cali would be good. Good trip. Allegedly, you know, when you get the tail end out, that's kind of an interesting 
scenario, and you can definitely feel the extra time it takes to get oh, really? pitching. Big old pendulum back there. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but it all works really well. That motor that's in there is amazing. I was super sold on turbos after that. But I've been kind of scared of turbos, but I don't have a lot of experience with good ones. It's the best. But that Miata motor, I don't know if that was a built motor at all. Or Stock motor, 100 and whatever thousand miles. You throw a turbo on and it Done. feels like a crazy sports car motor. Which yeah, it's a small Garrett, 2560. Yeah. 20, yeah. so. Is that a 1.6 yeah. or a 1.8? One 1.6. One, one oh, so it's an early car. Yeah. Oh, okay. Super yeah. small turbo, but enough to be able to push 250 like reliably and yeah. uh, has no lag. Like It gets up really quick, immediately, so. yeah. But yeah, they're 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 low compression stock, right? They're pretty like nine, maybe eight, high eights or something even. Eight eight nine yeah, oh or something high, like so that, right around there. I can see how they would respond well to a turbo. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I wanted so is to. This the stock Miata engine with a turbo added, like the Mazda speed. It's flying Miata FM2 kit. Got it. So. Okay. Super precision engineered those like the flying Miata kits. I know plug plug, but they uh, when Are you they get really? the product, yeah. just everything's like the packaging, the instructions, the bag of bolts and everything's labeled and it's like they've been doing it a while it's, it's like building a lego really kit good. it's it pretty much yeah. they give you everything that tap and die for the oil oh, really? feed and it's just like oh wow they give cool. you tools yeah wow. and then the whole like folded binder with the thing on the yeah it's just it's huh. sick so anybody that wants to you know it's the best but uh they charge a little bit of money for it, but I... It sounds like it's worth it's it, dude. Worth like, I mean, it's Two runs to the hardware store because you forget some shit. It's worth the two, three, exactly, four Exactly, yeah. So. Dude, uh, I mean, that's... It's a rad combo. Stock Miata, throw something like that on. That would be And that motor will last forever car. with that power. Like, it's it's yeah. not stressed on any oh, of that. that's good. So that's the tranny good. holds it, diff holds it, everything. That yeah. 250 mark is kind of the sweet spot, so... I wanted to ask Bill, uh, relevant to our podcast listeners' interest, you got a new project car. Yes, I did. And what is it? So it's a 2001 996 Turbo Porsche Carrera uh-huh. Turbo. Yeah. In case you don't know the model number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, manual transmission. Of course. Six yeah. speed. They made, they made a Tiptronic in that year. They man? did. Yeah. Turbo? Yeah. yeah. Um, one of your buddies at Sharkworks. It's not such a bad tur- uh, automatic either. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, with the shift kit on the, like, the tuning for the software for the the autos actually yeah. they say he's pretty solid. Well, he said yeah. he originally uh, Alex bought his as like a drag car. Yeah, uh, oh. he was all into that stuff. So it was it makes a really good. Um, it's a, re- a really fast. It's a good transmission for drag racing, right? Basically. And you can be consistent and everything. So. so what's your impressions? How long have you owned it? And uh, is it everything you dreamed it would be? So let's see. It's probably owned it about a month. I'm not really sure right now. Yeah. <laughs> How many miles? How much you pay for it? Uh, 90k <laughs> miles and under 40. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was so, thinking that 30, 35 range is probably yeah. 35 to 40 is a nice car. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in pretty good shape. It's been repainted, which was a little bit scary at first, and then I realized that the whole car has been repainted, and uh, and it's so it's got tons of paint on it. And if I ever wanted to take it down to Auto Works, I could get it detailed pretty nicely. Nice. So it was originally red, and then they spray painted like a graphite gray. Black like gray, black black. black. <laughs> yeah. Spray can, right? They're spray talking paint. about my new uh, C4. Ah, okay. Yeah. So when you open the doors, it's red on the inside. No, they did. They went past that part. But you, can, you, know, <laughs> you look in the little gills and everything, you can see something. Okay. It's out. Meth, he bought a meth. total piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's meth vet uh, gray. Yeah. I was just lazy to take him all the way up there to look at that car, so he, he got totally stuck buying that. So <laughs> he didn't have a ride. Blame. Didn't have a ride home. Pretty Done. much. It's all Danny's fault. Yeah. Danny, you should buy it off him for what he paid. Hell no. 
<laughs> after after convincing him to buy it, didn't you like tell him it was no, good? I, I, once it's been repainted and the interior's been like messed with, man, it's out well, on repainted my... Repainted is rough, right? That's the resell? That's a Anything that's a $2,000 car that's been repainted is never going to be like a nice repaint, I don't think so. Yeah. Unless it was done yeah. in period. Was that why it's old, like beat up? Was oh, like, it definitely was not done in period. It was done at the period of the owner's life that was very low. Yeah. Mako. <laughs> yeah. Mako yeah, low. Mako, the $500 yeah. turnaround. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, um, so Mako I, I, would have been nice. Phil, I, I, I got to throw this out there. I historically have been a guy who's been really against the whole 996 aesthetic. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of 996s. I do like the GT3s just because they're super awesome. But recently, I've been looking at turbos again, and they're uh -oh. starting to grow on me. <laughs> yeah, they, like for the first time, I think you know what? With the right set of wheels, with the right set, with the right stance, I mean, in the right color combination, it's 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 a nice car, man. It's an insane value proposition. Dude, I mean, yeah, so definitely. fast, like, it's so ridiculous. Like, so much car for the money. So so right now, it's my daily. Uh, I don't really plan to change that. I have a good parking spot for it now. I posted a couple pictures, but. Uh, you know, it's a great car. It's a great place to be, actually. So I go between my E46 330i and the Porsche, and I'm actually pleasantly surprised at how nice I kept the E46, but then I get back in the Porsche, and it just punches me in the back, and I'm, I'm like, <laughs> good to go. So yeah. you're you're up in uh, Portland now? Yeah, yes, any, I am. Any fun roads you've discovered? A couple. Actually, I was going to buy a set of winter wheels for the turbo, and this guy lived out someplace oh I had never even heard of. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I had my LR3 with me, so I couldn't book it too quick. And that road, that guy had a Carrera, and every day, I'm pretty sure he has a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Super tight. like No, no one perfect. out there? No like, one out there. Perfect pavement. No, That's like, rad. little pumps in the road for the right. reflectors or any of that. Oh. Those roads are nice out in the backcountry of Oregon going yeah, to, like, definitely. the central central area. Really? Because yeah. they actually pave the roads well, right? Like, and it's just nice. Them. Like, everyone, it's like a part, like, all of Oregon's like a state park. Yeah. It's all, like, yeah, maintained and shit. It's super yeah, nice. Like, uh, grass. Phil can't have that much fun, though, because he bought semi-tomo HTRZ. Oh, <laughs> sober. That's what I thought we were getting at here when you said I was going to buy some winter wheels, but yeah. you ended up getting those as your winter tires, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. I yeah, don't it's... understand the logic, but please explain <laughs> yourself. Okay, so so when I bought the car, it had a bit of a vibration in the seat, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, i got to go get things balanced. So I take it in to go get the, the wheels balanced, and it turns out that there's some weird, like, structural damage in one of the wheels, or one of the tires. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I can't daily that. Yeah. So yeah. I had to do something pretty quick. And originally I was going to get, uh, I think they're called Nokians. Oh, yeah. They make a similar size. It's like 265 width and, and throw actual like winter, winter tires on it. And then I was like, oh, I actually really need some immediate term tires. And so these were 300 bucks for two. Yeah. But you can't really beat that. Right. And so I'm going to wait. Lane is like hand. <laughs> now. Well, yeah. the, the options are limited, it sounds yeah. like, and you're going into winter. Yeah, and, and so well, some, you could just buy good tires. Get some well, Nexons, man. We just had a, we do get snow. <laughs> well, you can put. So you're just gonna keep these in the snow? Yeah. So basically, you got shitty tires. tires. <laughs> yeah. Shitty new tires. You're well, gonna no, end no, up no, wrecking the Porsche actually, into the snow bank. Yeah. More, more, of, more of my problem is the potholes. There's tons of potholes along the way. Okay. And if, it, if I'm hitting hitting those in nice Michelins, I'm going to be unhappy. Dude, then go buy a fucking shitty car that doesn't uh, perform. Okay. <laughs> I have that. I have that. I will say that we just did tires on a C4, a 996 C4, and it came with Pirellis from the factory. 
Michelins were an extra like $200 a tire. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. crazy. So Pirellis are pretty good, right? I mean, no. OE, that's no. OE supplied. That's what yeah, some of them are. Really. Yeah. The very, very, very high Only end like trophies right. and stuff yeah. like okay. that. Yeah. But I mean, the difference was like almost yeah. double. But yeah, there's cost. all kinds. Of, I mean, you get the performance, you get the longevity. I mean, they're they're really really good. No, tires. I know. I mean, and they went. The customer they're expensive. Went for the yeah. Michelin, I mean, so. I mean, you can go like Continentals are good. Contis yeah. are good, and they're not super expensive. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, you you did what you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, sometimes you have to do something out of situation. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, for for the spring, I, I plan to put on some some nice rubber. Cool. I mean, you don't get like heavy snow there, right? Where you live? So last year. Right after we moved up there, everybody in my neighborhood was rolling around on, around on like, you know, studded tires oh, or wow. full-on winter tires. Whoa! And I, I live on kind of a steep hill. Oh, boy. oh that's so, key. Yeah, so you might want to get some winter, real winter tires. That'd yeah. be awesome, actually. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Take it ice racing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, I, so what I was trying to do was get a, a set of turbo twists that I could use with the winter tires. They uh -huh. were kind of beat up already. Yeah. And. So that's, that still is the plan maybe next year, though. Just get uh, wheel adapters, those spacers and NASCAR wheels. Yeah, steelies. Yeah, steelies. Perfect. With some friggin', yeah, snow tires on there. Totally. Did we yeah. mention Brian just bought a Corvette C4 today? Uh, so I got this text. Hey, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's harassing you about it, too? Yeah. Well, you know, we were going to meet up at 11. I was like, dude, I'm going to be late. Uh, I'm going to buy this. <laughs> I was, like, oh, already boy. halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you guys have any project car updates? I got, I got I have more actually. More. Yeah. He's I got to rebuild the whole C4 Corvette on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> piece by piece. Just put together the hey, list. future. Place to get their tools. future updates. Uh, so, yeah. Barstow is cool. Uh, <laughs> Brian, no, I've, I've Brian found Matt. every Napa Auto Parts on the on the <laughs> yeah, way exactly. home. Exactly. Yeah. I've got Mad Mercedes updates if you guys are ready for them. Oh, what you got? I don't well, want to we'll take back, all of it. We'll get back yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say that 1983 380 SL that I have that I'm helping sell. I, the one big issue is lack of service records or anything, uh, no like history on it. In the freaking seat back pocket is uh, original service records from new, uh, original owner from Wichita, Kansas. Uh, bunch of cool shit in there. Wow. Uh, period roadmaps of California. Uh -huh. from, you like, love that. I know, right? Um, anyways, so that was kind of a big find. And then the previous owner just contacted us and found the hardtop. Oh, oh awesome. so what? we got the hardtop. Isn't that now. funny? How you, how you lose that hardtop? The thing is, <laughs> it's huge. massive, and it's probably on one of those rollers. I bet you they were using it for like a table or something. Oh, that's yeah. a hardtop. Uh, yeah. It's probably so, up in their attic or something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's that's uh, coming together, and I actually have a potential buyer for it. We'll see if that. Oh, cool. Someone we all know, and oh, really? Um, yeah, they're pretty hot on it, but uh, nothing nothing done yet. So that's kind of my update for now. But the records are cool. To find that's that. Really no, cool. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Yep. It's really so. rare, too, that you would just find them in the car like that. I know. I, I was looking at this car, and it's so dialed. I mean, everything that's been done to this over the years is just, like, spared no expense, right? So how could that owner then say, fuck all the records? Like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. They're, they had to be there somewhere. So that's part of it. I think there's still more uh, missing. There was This was only up till 2001. But uh, even that's pretty good, you know. And yeah. uh, pretty cool to see uh, the original dealer that sold the car, has handwritten uh, service records from 1984 in there. Where was that? Uh, in Kansas. Hmm. So Sweet. Um, Is there any rust on this car? Very little. There's a little bubbling on the hood under the paint, but other than that, it's super clean. Summer car. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the things. Like you buy from a harsh climate, but sometimes it'll just be they have a rad garage for it. Yeah, yeah so exactly. And so it gets baby. And I'm assuming it's been painted because it's so good, but I can't confirm it. I don't have records of it. And I can't find any real like paint signs. If it was done, it was done really, really well. So I don't know. Do you have a paint depth gauge? No, I do not. Do you have one, Lane? No. Yeah. You don't roll in that crowd, do you? Say hell no. Just use a little knock. I bet Art has one. I have like four or five. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what you agree. They're next to his driving gloves. <laughs> uh, okay, I, have, so. I have a quick update. Yeah, what do you got? Well, um, I crashed my car. Danny was there. Wait, what? Uh, no, this is no, a long time oh, ago. Oh, like, what the fuck? But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, update, by the way. Uh, so I bought, a, I bought that Carrera GTS front end for it. Did you see that, Danny? I did see it. Yeah, oh, so man. it's a fiberglass kit, um, you know, the whole front end. Uh, it's, it's funny. Like, I had talked about it last time, and I'm like, yeah, it'll take a little working, you know? It's, it's kind of basically a piece, total piece of shit. Um, overall, the dimensions are nice, and everything's fine, but uh, it basically just doesn't even fit up to the, to the fenders or the nose, so I have to reshape everything. Like, how... It, you couldn't it's even a race mock, car part. You, That's couldn't, a... you couldn't even mock it up, dude. Right. You had to, like... I had to cut out... Um, probably three quarters of an inch Jesus and crying. and it had a rounded corner where it should be like right angles so it makes do, it totally visible if you were trying to match that up dude like you couldn't even put it you can't even like mock it up to, to and it doesn't have any like drilled uh, holes for bolts to go through or anything they didn't pre-drill anything so I have to like that's ridiculous is this an American crazy? company yeah American company I'll Colorado GT racing and, and also, uh, many they've people been on Instagram, around forever. Instagram is saying that like everything they've bought is like yeah. this. And there's there's really, I mean, the limited market, right? So right. they make it, they make it, and that's essentially it. Um, and a bunch of people have done it, and I knew they have said it was a lot of work to fit, and I knew that going in. Kind of like I have a little bit of like I've done a lot of this stuff, and yeah. I thought you know you kind of think well I've done a lot of this, and maybe these people. I'm sure it's going right. to be tough, but, you know, a little grinding here stories, and there. But you're, you're it's pretty gnarly, and I'm going to have to lay up uh, fiberglass. Um, I'll probably use carbon fiber or whatever, but I'm going to have to lay up some. And I, it like even where it mounts the fenders, it's like they give you maybe three-quarters of an inch. The factory gives you, like, an inch and a quarter, and that's where the, the holes are. Mm. And I don't even know if they have enough meat there, so yeah. I'm going to have to put... Like add them. like um, a half inch of fiberglass. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, but wow. I did I, I have it fitting pretty well right now. Um, it actually it looks pretty good and uh, it's almost there, but there's definitely a little bit of work to do, and it looks really cool. I like the front end. I mean, I like the way yeah. it looks a lot. No, you posted that picture, but taped yeah. up kind of. Yeah, it looked pretty clean. Zero instructions, <laughs> and it has this center um, vent thing that pops in. Is that an exterior piece? I thought it was all, I didn't know if that was like one piece with the bumper. That's so it's one piece, piece and then that's an extra piece that pops in. No idea how you're supposed to mount it. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, it looked like kind of just hanging out It there came taped all. in. And there's no mounting points. There's Can no anything. Can you just anything. glass it from the back maybe to the other piece and just make it I all guess, one piece? Then? I could, but That's then, weird. Yeah. Do you like that bumper look? more than the earlier, the one you had before? I do, I do. Yeah? Yeah, I like it. I'm not sold on it yet, um, but I, have to, I think once it's painted, I think I it's might make something in that middle section and kind of mod that and then make for uh, make it for some six-inch, like, hella fog lights. 
around and, and then have it in set it have those flush and have it molded around it so that might be the way i go for it but yeah it's it's uh it's funny how bad some of this stuff is so do you have a plan for your next bumper oh yeah i need, <laughs> oh, I I need a backup right dude yeah, right? If this one if this one gets damaged well i have oh. the orange one still so i could always yeah. pop okay, the, got it. the orange bumper and air dam so that's always the backup. You know? Full Broha at that point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I think that's my only uh, project updates right now. Cool, cool. Um, Julio? So, RC, yeah, I got, got some stuff. So the 2002, um, I, I posted some pictures of it, but I, uh, our buddy uh, at Forrest at Kugelworks made that air dam for me, and I slapped that thing on there. But um, I had originally posted pictures of it like in raw aluminum, yeah. the way it was. And a lot of people were texting me and DMing me like, dude, like you should paint it the body, paint this, paint that. I'm like, I was just posting a picture of the air dam. Of course I'm gonna yeah, fucking paint it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave well, it raw. Well, a lot of people leave them raw. Uh, yeah, why well, wasn't? I, so, I mean, Ali's, Ali's car. Is raw. Yeah, but I mean, car. and a silver car, you yeah. know, like not a bright green, mid green car. Especially too much that one job. is so wide too. Like a little one, I could even get away with. But so, what are you gonna do? So I, I, I just mocked it up with a. I did plasti dip on it oh, and, okay. uh, and satin black, and it looks really good. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint it uh, nice. in satin black. Um, so that came out real nice. Uh, Will you do that yourself or have someone do yeah, it? I'll, I can do it myself. Yeah, yeah I'll do so it. You just, just taped it, it off and. And I pulled it off. I pulled it back off, and then I and then I just yeah I put it on a on a box and just like because oh, it is bolts. You can just remove. Yeah, they're just yeah. little little um, Allen um, yeah, yeah. Uh, little uh, sheet screw kind of things. Are um, you gonna texture that at all? Just curious. I didn't uh, thought it would look cool with some like uh, oh, rhino. Yeah, yeah not, oh, yeah, not as thick as rhino, but like yeah. a little bit of peel. Kinda. I feel you. Yeah, that, so it looks good right now, like with that plasti dip look. Like that looks rad. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I was considering, yeah, like something, and also it helps for just like the durability of it because totally. it gets beat up. Get beat. And with paint, you know, you're gonna start chipping right away and stuff like that. So um, I'm not sure what to use yet, but um, that's something I'm considering. Um, so that's that's dialed. The car's running fine. Um, you know, it looks like Ali's got some input. Crinkle. Crinkle coat, powder coat. That oh, thing the black. one they use yeah, for like a sick. like a valve cover or something. Yeah, yeah like that's a good Ferraris. call. Oh, yeah, that's Jeep. a good call. <laughs> I like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I'll like definitely that. I'll look into that because um, that that was kind of the angle. I just didn't know what to use. Um, so there's that. Um, I also uh, basically at this point decided that I'm gonna buy a freaking car cover for the M coupe. Um, I know we had talked about putting that on the street, and like you know, I'm super anal about this shit. I do live in a very foggy area of San Francisco. People don't realize that, so every time I go out to my cars, they're completely covered in moisture. So um, I found this really nice car cover that it's like a thousand dollar bespoke car cover because it, the they're money, shape. they're money. But <laughs> no, no they actually they just use it. It's a clown sock from like a <laughs> circus circus. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's a carbon Kevlar clown sock with special military grade breathing <laughs> breathability. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, it's like a it's a it's it's waterproof, but it breathes. Really Really well and it's fitted to the car you so know, i can see cover crop uh, from here you can go talk to them uh yeah, oh, yeah so yeah i actually ordered it already so um yeah they're not cheap but i mean it's you know it's gonna protect the paint it's gonna make it's it easy for, me to keep for a daily driver clean. though to be uncovering yeah, it. yeah it's an extra it step i mean you know Total whatever pain, yeah. it's an extra step sometimes it uh if the car isn't perfectly clean yeah. during oh, that's the day the and that's where yeah no i'll keep an eye on that yeah i'll keep it if it's like dusty then i'll just let it be you know so i mean i'll check it with my paint gauge yeah like make sure that you get your microscope out make sure the dust if, if there's a certain level of microns yeah, yes, of, exactly, of, uh, of dust, exactly. then I can go, go Run white. a black light over it or something. <laughs> black light, that's a good call. Um, yeah, SEC, just mobbing around. Everything's cool with that. I haven't done anything there. Um, I guess that is the extent of my, uh, yeah, cool. my project reference. All right, Brian, you, you lost some weight. Yeah, so I got rid of two Mercedes cars. 
Uh, I don't think I've had a chance to talk about any of that. No, right? no, it happened right after. So I thought they were already gone, but I guess they weren't. No, no. So I did the auction. Just the wheels. Yeah, and just the wheels were taken. And then uh, Garrett Lee, who's a follower, uh, was interested. He had been even before the auction. Um, and then uh, contacted me afterwards when he heard that the car cars were still at my house. Yeah. So uh, everything went according to plan. He came up. We swapped the motor. Uh, I helped him out. We moved it over from the uh, yellow car, the W116, uh, the motor and the tranny, over to the blue W114, which he's going to keep. We took the uh, W116 to the wreckers okay. and um, got 75 bucks for recycling that. Nice. Uh, you know, we put the old W114 motor in the passenger seat of the of the yellow car and you know just towed it as one big hunk and yep. they just weigh the trailer before and after and then you know figure out the cost there. But um, it's I've never scrapped a car like that. Before. No, it's yeah, surprisingly it's easy. Yeah. What do um, they do? Um, do they actually recycle the materials or? I didn't ask them. Because you, sh you, sh you showed pictures of the just place. messy just steel. Like, Compact. I mean, yeah. there's just, just like. Just gets ground up and do a big old truck and goes yeah, down wherever. Grinder. Yeah, they a huge one grinder. I mean, looks crazy. sick. Yeah. As far as we were concerned, they basically they're like, uh, you know, they weigh us on, on entry and then they're like, yeah, go over there. Somebody will tell you. And we cruise down and there's like nobody around. We're just in the middle of this ghost town of cars stacked up four yeah, high. That's what I was wondering. And so we're like asking around and basically we just drop the car uh, yeah. and after creeping around and taking some photos first because it's pretty fun to see. Uh, drop the car and, and leave, and that was it. Yep. Nice. So, what were the other cars that were laying around that lot? It was just a C4 ton of four Corvettes. Yeah, C4 <laughs> Corvettes. Yeah, so, so, much, so much good aluminum on those bodies, yeah. you know, so, to work with. Um, yeah, it was like just a ton of random 80s, 90s Ox cars, you know, like a. There's a some interesting stuff Willys in there. Trucks that yeah. were really cool. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, well I would imagine they've got to be selling they, that it's stuff. It's a scrapyard, so everything that's stacked, they may have a purpose for. I don't know. It's kind of weird. That's like, what I was wondering. I don't know why they would like take like the time to stack cars if they were just like putting them through a grinder right, right. and getting turning them into scrap. Yeah. Well, most yeah. of those time, I mean, depends on how much is on the car, but they'll take it to their like buddy at the like pick apart or whatever, and then they'll yeah. scrounge through. But if you're taking like a shell and a motor sitting in the passenger seat those things are probably going down there but yeah. yeah so it kind of sucked it was a nice interior on that car but oh, it was just dang. more of a pain to get rid yeah. of it oh, than it was yeah it was a really nice interior wow. and, and he was kind of pressed for time you know he wanted him to make it all happen uh -huh. on the weekend so it was like if extra time then we'll try pulling it he can throw it in his sprinter van but yeah have any extra yeah. time also uh the actually the first idea was that um pick a pole would take it but uh and, and they even offered to come pick it up from the house but then it's like you talk to two or three people that say that's how it's going to go and then you talk to the real person and they're like no way uh not only are we not going to come pick it up but you have to have like a title uh, a, a salvage or like a you need some proof of ownership or something did well, you did you have that I had for your proof car? of ownership but it was like four people deep like without registering because there were back fees and so in order to get like the scrap ticket for them you had to actually pay those back fees and turn it into like a single title that they could hit. There's like a limit of two or three owners. Not really. They can like take over. They could be the fourth owner, but not the fifth or something yeah. like that. And so that's why we had to spend extra time actually going down and doing the tow back and forth to, to uh, Castroville. But, yeah, so he, weight he off he your left. shoulders? I mean, that whole yeah. saga is over. And uh, it was really nice to see, too, that everything did fit 
perfectly. Like the, you know, it was a tight fit, but uh, bolt up the W114 engine mounts and it, and it lands right in there. Oh, nice. nice. There's even like from underneath, you can see there's a little pop-out plate for the shifter to go through. What it looks huh. like and. Um, the tranny cross member from the 116 seemed to swap over just fine. And did, you, did you feel like this new owner is going to be a guy that actually like, makes it happen? It sounds like he's got a good group of guys down there that know what they're doing. And he had already been talking to other Mercedes people, and he's got like a wiring guy that's pretty good. And, you know, all the different parts, he knows people to make that happen. And he's done some crazy builds with rabbits and, nice. uh, you know, other, other cars in the past. But um, it, it, they got a good little group there down there to do it so it's fun to see it going to something I, I think there is a decent I'm keeping my hopes pretty low but it seems like there's a decent chance that it'll get finished so you'll uh, like down it. the line when you uh, pimp out your C4 you sell that at a massive profit <laughs> and then you can go massive buy that W114 pack anything's <laughs> <laughs> uh, possible Art. dude I totally forgot I did have an additional thing uh, so I drove the um, when I drove the, the 2002 up to uh, Forest at Googleworks, I had mentioned a gnarly vibration under the car, which I was certain was the Guibo. Oh, yeah. And uh, so um, I went and inspected the Guibo, and it was kind of starting to crack. And you, it's very obvious around the bolts, you know, where the rubber yeah. starts cracking. I'm like, all right, fine, it's the Guibo. Um, I start to, I, I, I somehow managed to, like, leave this out. I, um, I walk, or I come out of, from underneath the car, and I see weights, on, like, all over my garage floor from, like, the wheel weights. Yeah. Oh, what? Weird. And so I backed the car out, dude, and three of the wheels, the, both of the uh, passenger side wheels yeah. and the left rear wheel it's had felt. lost all their fucking weights. What? Is so, it the heat? No, I think the people didn't do a good job of cleaning the surface before uh. they adhered them, so they had fallen off. And, um, all so, at the same time. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. So the... the uh, the day before I took it to the cars and co uh, Berkeley Cars yeah. and Coffee, I went and had them uh, balanced again, yeah. and now it's way, it's way perfect. smoother. Um, I can still tell, I mean, there's a little oh, bit of vibration. So it is cracked. It is cracked, okay. but now it's like 90% better. Yeah. Like, it's barely there now, you oh, know? Nice. Um, so that was a nice thing. I mean, I still need to do the Guibo and the center support bearing while I'm under there. I might drop it off at your shop. I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that again, dude. Holla. Last time I did it on the E34 M5, and it's like, okay, it's like maybe a, a couple-hour job, but I had to drop the exhaust, and then... The drive shaft is a two-piece drive shaft, and it was seized in the middle where the support bearing is, and it took me like three hours to separate it. Oh, that's the worst. Fuck, yeah. oh man, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, yeah, I had that on the E46, it was terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. Unfortunate. That's yeah, a classic case of like, it's always something, right? It's like a BMW just, thing, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, those always fail, for sure. It's like an all- Who's this guy across the way, is that Rutledge? Rutledge yeah, Wood. Rut yeah. Rutledge Wood. So I thought he was coming over here to say hi. Oh, he might. Um, He's uh, signing autographs for lines of people. It's amazing the people waiting in line for things. I don't get it. Not this one, but it's the, the <laughs> hot the hot model that's signing a picture of a car. Let's, let's get real. Sem semi hot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> let me just start, let me start over. It's a model. Yeah. I'm using air quotes, and they're they're going to sign a poster of a vehicle they have nothing to do with. Yep. And then people are waiting in line to do that. Well, they're yeah, just, like, waiting to, like, maybe catch a little creepy feel. Like, these guys, oh, you yeah. see these guys <laughs> coming up to these women, and they're like, oh, God. You I know, totally. they're cringeworthy. Like, they, they holding out the, their phone, and yeah. like, can yeah. I take What do they do with that picture, buddy? Yeah, what I, that's what I'm wondering. I don't and then how about the hover hug? It's like you put your arm uh, around, but not you don't touch. touch. Yeah. No, you got to touch. Danny just squeezes the butt. Scrape for the waist. Grab her butt. Oh, yeah. What is that? A famous quote somebody said once. Is that for me? Yes. Dude, Whoa, Patrick just swag. gave me a Magnaflow hat. Why don't you come on here for a second? You want to pop on? Yeah. 
Yeah, come on up here. Pop, pop on up here. Yeah, uh, he's he's sick of he's, us. <laughs> we're Danny's had enough. Minutes. Yeah. I'll go get Rutledge over here. Hold on. One yeah. beard for another, dude. Yeah. Oh my God, it's like looking in a mirror. Right. Hey, yo. What up, dog? Yo, Patrick Stevenson, Motor Affair podcast. Hello. Stevenson, the best podcast. Did you say Stevenson? Stevenson. I just call him Stevenson. Yeah. Get it. Steve. You've already uh, you've already been doing some podcast stuff here. You've been mm-hmm. dude. I got around I have Rod Emery on the show tomorrow. Hell yeah! Yeah, nice. from three to four. Right on, dude. Yeah. Um, by then you will have seen every single thing at SEMA. If you're here for yeah. three full days. It's funny I haven't left the Central Hall. Oh really? No. Oh. So you yeah. so everything's yeah. coming to you. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Nice. Uh, I see. Yeah. I see a way to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting together uh, parts for my project NSX. Okay, tell us the inspiration of that project. Where are you? What what vibe are you going? With? Slam stance air ride. What's yeah, pretty your... much. I want to put it on the ground. Uh-huh. I want to do over fenders. Yes. I'm, I'm going to put gigantic uh-huh. wings on the front and rear. LS swap. Yeah, LS swap uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. quad turbos. Cool. And a supercharger. I love it. No, I love it. Uh, actually, I, it is the least outrageous. I want to build the car as Honda would build it today. So improve it with modern performance. Hybrid. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Crazy, crazy tail lights. Drive. No, no, no. The original intention, but just adding modern performance in the way Honda would. So, so it's clean. Type R. So you would make a Type R. Yeah, but not that harsh. Because I think suspension technology has come a long way since then. Like chassis bracing, like lightweight, use of okay, carbon and Kevlar. Okay, I got you. So you want a Type uh, Maybe not so much a Type R, but you just cut off the original exhaust tips, put on your own like Honda <laughs> performance ones, and maybe a ZHP shift knob? Yeah, pretty much. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. It's so Art's subtle. doing it. Art's doing your modification? It's pretty no. subtle. <laughs> no, no. I do really love Art's wheels that he had, though. So the I just 1552s? Yeah, I actually yeah. just talked to those guys about doing like a set of monoblocks in the same style. Oh, cool. Or maybe the uh, they have a F40 style. Yeah, yeah, those like are cool. That, that keeping with the, the five star pattern, but yeah. lighter weight. So those are forged. Yeah, so those, you want light, lighter weight. Yeah, because yeah. what's the point in taking off the factory wheels if you make it slower? Yeah, lighter the better for wheels. Cool. Oh, that's yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Um, we're also joined by Rick Deacon right here. Oh, hi. Clutch Kick Podcast. What's up, yep. everybody? One of the Radwood homies. You know, uh, homies. there's a new slogan for the Clutch Kick Podcast. What is there it? isn't. The Bespoke Podcast, because we only make it for five people. <laughs> <laughs> so all of your moms uh, listen. Yeah. Wait, that, that's kind of offensive. We've pumped your podcast before. Didn't it, you, didn't it make a difference? Maybe seven? It, it did. Oh, you just lost two since <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, right. Let's right, right, right. just say Rick Deacon of uh, Radwood and... Uh, what Some, else other Some other podcast. Some other podcast. Clutch Kick Podcast. Um, How are you guys doing up here after an hour and 50 fucking minutes? We're yeah, pretty it. comfy. We're chilling. We are killing yeah. it. We're ready for hour number seven of our telethon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listening, want to tr- pledge any money to drive awesome? Operators are standing by. It's weird. I can only, the crowd is so big uh, for our podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally thousands of people. Thousands <laughs> of people around us right I now. I know. It's yeah, huge. It's, it's crazy. It's huge. Everybody's set up little tent cities all around yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. You know, security. I'm glad they have the security guards in <laughs> front of the stage. I mean, we have a wave to the bleacher people back up <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're all signing autographs at the same time, right? You know, trying to be nice to the fans. Oh, exactly. Yeah, only yeah. on skin. Yeah. It's our policy. Skin only autos. <laughs> yeah, it's just the type of pens we have. It's <laughs> skin they only work more on skin than pens. Than <laughs> skin pens. That's my favorite <laughs> aisle at Staples is skin pen aisle. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. Yes. What are you most looking forward to about Radwood? Oh, good question. Um, 
I'm kind of looking forward to the things that I don't know uh, about, which is possible entertainment other than cars. Uh huh. The it's slip a, and slide. It's a car C4 show. C4 Corvette. C4 Corvette. I know. I know it's a car show. I'm. I'm. I love all of that. I think that's my favorite thing about the BMX entertainment. Yeah, is like part of what you're saying. I think the, the, the DJ, mix, the mix of the uh, DJ. You mean White Snake cover band? Oh yes. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I was thinking about that recently, though. That Radwood is basically everything I love about cars. Is the that period, those mods and all that yeah. stuff is basically what we love about cars. So it's great going to a car show like that is like perfect. Yeah. yeah. So you're bringing your E30, right? I don't think I am. Are you van lifing it? No, I might be Mercedes uh, for life. Yeah, uh, for Radwood. We'll Passenger see. with art. Possibly that, possibly an SL, possibly a 300CE uh, Cabriolet. Nice. Um, what, about that, what about the S600 Coupe I sent you? Dude, I'm so down. Okay, so that's a uh, late W140 Coupe uh, V12, gray with dark gray body yeah, bottom. Two-tone shitty wheels but that's easily you know some amg wheels on there right uh but like i said sketch factor of like 9.9 dude you buy it for the event drive it there bring it home sell it <laughs> if this i can make sounds it very familiar that's a scary <laughs> one i'm i'm sitting don't two be so scared down from uh, when he's on the side of the highway on the way down there yeah right broken. hey you know what everybody that gets a car for an event is, it's going to be perfectly fine. I mean, I did Coastal Range Rally, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no issue. The 996 blown motor. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I'll answer the question. For me, it's like I know for a fact that we're going to get a shit ton of last minute, like, just kind of show ups. You know, mm-hmm. the people yeah. are going to roll up. I want, I'm, I want to be surprised. I want to see something awesome. We still don't have, like, all the really, really rad cars that we want. I mean, there's good stuff. There's the AMG Hammers. I mean, we have a Testarossa. We have some good stuff. But I'm, I'm excited to see a Koenig or hope, I'm hoping for a Gambala or something F40. to roll out. F40. F40 would be nice. Kuntosh all time. Yeah, so, like, that's what I'm looking forward to, seeing kind of what shows up and surprises us, right? I mean, and, and it could be anything. I mean, it, those are the really, really good stuff. That's the good stuff, but... You guys want to hear something interesting? Yeah. Uh, I was just with Brad before I hopped up here, and he said he was talking with Tim Pappas, the guy who owns a number of things, and he heard about Radwood from Patrick Long. Yes. Oh, interesting. Nice. But the story should go on to say he's bringing what? He's yeah. not. He's got <laughs> stuff to do. <laughs> so he just, what, what, That's messed up. Dude. That really? is the most anticlimactic uh, story I've well, ever Sorry. That was horrible. That was, <laughs> no, he's going to Germany for something that's the very next day. So he would love to go. Oh, well, the very oh. next day. There yeah, you just go. an overnight there you go. in Germany. Or yeah, from California. Uh, California. Uh, yeah. He has the green, the emerald green 959. And the GT2. And the 924 GTS. Would you guys be okay with the Luftauto car coming? Like Luftauto, the Rally oh, the Safari 911, the orange one? Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. right? Art's on the yeah. fence. I can see it in his face. I mean, it'd be nice to have it more period correct wheels. Yeah, yeah. wheels that, those, are, those are rally wheels? Yeah, I know, but uh, not like period rally wheels, really, right? What are period rally wheels from the late 80s? I don't know. I feel like there is a different There is a different look, like the Pro Drive wheels. I think they made oh, some. Yeah. Like the multi-spoke. Yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, pretty they're close, right? I mean, almost rally wheels look the same because yeah. yeah, they try to keep out dirt. Those are I mean, Sparkos, I think? Yeah. No, they're braids. braids. Oh, they're yeah. braids. Yeah. They're braids, which are That's cool. very similar to the Sparkos. But, I mean, yeah. you could... Yeah. I don't I'm, know. I'm, if I'm, you put a set of, like, mesh wheels... Uh, deep, deep dish mesh wheels mm-hmm. with some fat tires. That would look super 80s. Super Dude, 90s. here's what I'm thinking. I'm uh, fine. Rally car? I'm fine with the rally yeah. car. I think if we could do like the Vorsteiner, the orange, like if we could do a wrap, that would be fucking epic. I'm like, sorry. 
<laughs> you want him to wrap it? Wait, what? I mean, for the show. Like, it to, is like, orange. I know it's an orange car, but like to have that the, is a the, lot to ask. The, the Bernsteiner branding on it, like, oh, that would be super cool. Yeah, yeah, like, because it is a modern. You mean Jägermeister? Jägermeister. Um, Jägermeister. I'm like Bernsteiner. Bernsteiner. Yeah, I was that's thinking an aftermarket <laughs> tuning company. Yeah, yeah like, I, was, I was thinking of. I was <laughs> What is the other You're one? You're thinking the beer, right? Yeah, I'm thinking about the beer. Yeah, it's like the black no. with the gold. What the You're fuck right? is the beer? Bernsteiner. Bernsteiner. Is it Bernsteiner? Bernsteiner beer. Yeah. I don't know if they had. He's saying. But I'm thinking Jaeger. Yeah, it's, it, it's Warsteiner. There you go. It's W A R. We we W's are pronounced W's are pronounced as V's in German, my friend. Oh, V's are stop, F's. Stop. Schnitzel, W. <laughs> uh, but you were talking about Jaegermeister, though. But Jaeger is what I was thinking. Yeah. You're right. Jaegermeister yeah. is what I was thinking. Uh, you speak that, the details. The details. No big deal. That's what I was thinking. I was picturing. You're picturing kind of a deer on the hood. Is what you're livery, a deer on the hood. Yeah. But yeah, it's fine. But I mean, cool I don't fun. know. Did they do a Jägermeister 911? I thought it was the M3. No, they know. did. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. There yeah. is that. There's Wide that body nine, one, right? 934, I believe. Okay. Big so, old flares. Yeah. That yeah, was looks, the first. Looks, uh, with the with the like the mesh wheels. Nice. Yes. With 934. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it was the first. Maybe that's uh, what I'm thinking of. That wheel. Tomica or, or whatever. So you're thinking of like the turbo fans? Well, without I'm, I'm thinking of without the fans, maybe, yeah. but just yeah. DBS yeah. masters. Yeah. Um, so I'm bring looking it. forward. Just bring it. <laughs> I'm just looking it. forward to the whole show as a whole. And yeah. 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 Just look, you know, looking at the whole thing and Dude, seeing all these cars. Such like, an eclectic mix. Yeah. It'll like be, it'll by, be awesome. by definition, it's going to be super weird and you know something you haven't seen before. Yeah. yeah. Seeing all of our all of them together. And stuff. Yeah, I think that's probably a big part too. The people. Seeing Patrick there. He yeah, wasn't there sure. the last one. That's all you care about. Do that. We need to wrap it up. There's trivia time? Wow. One trivia question only. Okay. I was at a, uh, a quote-unquote nightclub last night, and uh, oh. I ordered a I ordered a water. I was just looking for a glass is, of tap water. How much did it cost? Wait, is nightclub the name of the dancer? No. Uh, <laughs> how much did the water cost... Or they wanted to charge me. I didn't I end up getting it. Was it in a plastic bottle? No. Was no, it, it was a boss? It was a cup of water. Whoa. Plastic cup. Yeah. Was it carbonated? Like at a bar. No carbon. No carbon. <laughs> no carbon. I'm, I'm sorry. This was... Carbon-free. Tap water. Yeah. Like a bar... Bar water. Yeah. Water. Yeah. yeah. Tap water. Tap water. How much do they want to charge you? Yeah. I'm going to... You're... You, that's rad. You just walked away. You said, F you I guys. Said, I, will go with, I will go with being thirsty. Wait, so they no, poured it you, and you walked away. They poured it? <laughs> no, poured no. You a price. I said... Oh, okay. I asked for a water. They said, well, it's this much. Okay. 350 I'm going to say... 350 Five bucks. Five bucks from Lane. Patrick? Seven dollars. 501 501 Seven from Brian. <laughs> Eight fifty. Art wins eleven dollars. Over ten dollars. Eleven dollars. I don't. I don't know. They just want you to die. Tap water. Leaving four dollars extra for a tip. I'm just glad they told me before giving it to me. I mean, there you go, sir. That'll be eleven dollars plus tip. What you should have done is take it, count it, give me another one of those, and then just walk away. That is your super trivia. That's a good way to wrap it up. I mean, Vegas is rad, basically. Yeah, Vegas is rad. Everyone should come. And then they judged you on your shoes too. Like you, you weren't wearing the right shoes. Totally out of my element. Anyways, this has been really fun. Thanks to Magnaflow um, and Shout Engine for having us up here. Yeah. Thank you guys, yeah. the guests. Yeah, thank Cole you, Patrick. Yeah, thank you Rick, very much, Chris uh, Hayes. You did everyone. set us up with all this really yeah. cool equipment. Shout yeah. Engine. Shout Engine. Awesome. Hooking it up. We yeah. really appreciate it. And uh, get your own damn podcast. Hopefully, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll see you guys all back at home and maybe SEMA 2018. Oh, God. Yeah.
God. No, we will see you in December at Radwood. Well, that's Radwood. Yeah. Everyone listening, you better be there. But before that, uh, Cars and Coffee, Davenport. That's like next weekend, right? That's right. Yep. Whale City, right? Yep. Whale City Bakery, yep. across the street. Yep. Yeah, Whale City Bakery, right across the street. There's a dirt lot. Uh, just park all around Whale City, wherever you can find a spot, and we'll have a good time. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. All right. All right. That doesn't work. I choose not to get in a fight with his whole family out in the in the parking lot. Um, things are pretty drastic. Oh.